0: hello listening people
1: hey hello come in sit down make yourself at home but grab a coaster a coaster yeah for your drink
0: for your drink because if you're listening to spin posh presents which is us you definitely need a drink and that needs a coaster isn't that right
1: yes a coaster but we also has co-stars we're co-hosts you know no, we're co-hosts yes. I'm, I'm ryan yes he's ryan maybe one day we'll introduce each other and i'm bartek no, I'm never going to... I always introduce you. What are we presenting? Uh, we're presenting
0: Unappreciated Masterpieces, of course. A sh- you said that plurally, multiple in this episode? Uh, well, depends. <laughs> <the> mo- <laughs> we'll get into that when the movie starts, to be honest. Oh, okay. I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> uh, no, we, on this show, Unappreciated masterpiece. we feature length audio commentaries for movies that seemingly don't deserve a commentary for movies that the public would say hey that's not worthy of discussion or that's not a great movie but that's where you the public is wrong we think that these movies have just been forgotten in time and haven't gotten the love that they deserve and in fact the craftsmanship put into these movies are so multi-layered it's become to the point they are a masterpiece to themselves and we think that we need to no we know that we I was need about to, to correct talk. you on that we know that we need to talk about these <laughs> movies to raise them <laughs> into the public eye to show you guys that you're wrong these movies are great these movies have something because the thing that I always find complex about is someone wrote this someone directed this someone acted someone lit this someone did the set people spent time in their day for several days for several weeks months who knows how long making these films just for them to be unappreciated. And that's just heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, and we've read the trivia for this movie. It definitely slowed down at one point.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But before we get all, you know, off our rocker.
1: I'm ready to give the review, Ryan. You're so, g- you know, so, what are you going to say?
0: I was going to say, obviously, we're spitting Polish, likingly, because we're always spitting, and we're always Polish, uh-huh. except for
1: sometimes when we're not. Yeah, and you spat on me once, so we can I say just spit on... Cute. I always spit on you. Actually, I think you've done it twice. Yeah. So. I, I spit
0: on your grave, if it counts. Well, uh, that's a good movie. Is
1: it? 25 minute rape scene, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a sequence of
0: three You races, must really love a Serbian film as well. I haven't seen it. So, that. what is the film that we're doing for this episode?
1: Well, obviously, Ryan, the film that we are doing for today is... Uh, I'm just going to take a deep breath and say it a bit slowly, because it's a long title. Oh, okay. It's Oscar, czyli 60... ...kłopoty... W... ...na minutę. Oscar, czyli 60... ...kłopoty na minutę.
0: Ah... Uh... <laughs> I don't speak Polish. I, I know I am Polish, oh. but I don't know how to speak the language. It's a very hard language in my defense. It's one of the hardest, is it not?
1: Well, I mean. Was it just.
0: Yeah.
1: It, yeah. I mean, you said it like. No, Ryan, but yeah. Yeah, because it's like. Obviously, the title is Oscar Chili 60. So <laughs> so I don't know what Doesn't that make sense? I don't know Guys, it it's clearly Oscar, meaning 60 problems per minute. <laughs> That's the title in Polish.
0: What? Oscar what meaning watch? 60 problems per minute. What are we watching? That's the Polish
1: localized title for the movie Oscar. Oscar, the
0: 1991 Sylvester Stallone classic directed by the comedy legend John Landis? Uh huh. That great movie. That's one of my all time movies that I have watched yeah. in the last
1: two weeks. It has an oscar in it but it doesn't have an oscar to its name
0: oh no. oh 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 but you know you know who does have an oscar to their name not our guest i don't want to hype that up i'm not going to say that i guessed well sylvester stallone who's in this movie does have an oscar yeah, it... doesn't
1: he <laughs> oh probably <yeah>. for rocky <laughs> yeah well if our guest does have an oscar it's probably because he robbed someone of their oscar Our guest is, of course... (laughs) Our guest is, of course,
0: Leonardo DiCaprio. No. (laughs) Our guest is Rob Crawford. Rob? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be back. It's great to have Rob on. Last time we had Rob was for the, uh, I would say, emotional...
1: Thriller. It was guess a roller coaster.
2: Who? It was an emotional roller coaster. That film.
1: Everything's a roller coaster. <laughs> when you were like slowing down, there, I thought you were going to like point out what year it was. And, like, no, like, I don't remember mm, it. I think 2005, I think.
0: I was going to say 2006, but yes, Rob, you're on. You're here for Oscar from 1991 with Sylvester Stallone. How do you feel? Well,
2: I'm excited. Uh, I'm nervous uh, I don't really know how to feel because that's kind of the way that I felt the entire time when I watched this movie where wow. I didn't know where my emotion should be and where that it should be invested is, how I should how be feeling
1: well there were 60 problems per minute there were 60 there was problems
2: 60. <laughs> there was definitely 60 problems <laughs> we, per minute one so.
0: of us should do a tally if that's an accurate descriptor yeah. or not. I think there's a period where there's only two problems but we'll find that out. Guys, you have to get your copy of Oscar from 1991 ready. I imagine you all have a copy of this movie. It's one of the Sylvester Stallone classics. That's not a classic. Mm-hmm. So get it ready because you guys are hopefully going to join along with us while we talk about this in a commentary format. So get it ready because we're going to do a countdown for you guys to press play. So we're going to do the three, two, one. And we we'll say play, and that's when you play. So three, two, one. <laughs> Play. Play. So, this film came out in 1991. Were any of us alive in 1991? I was
2: born in 1991. So, what was your excuse for not seeing it? Um... I don't know when. When in 1991 did it come out? What How time of year? When, what, what year? I know, Like I like to believe that you know, my mother had me and went. Yep. You know what this newborn baby needs? It needs to go watch a Sylvester Stallone film. I, I uh, remember, about about wise guys. So I uh,
0: remember my mum was pregnant with my
1: sister and she saw aliens, which is <laughs> the
0: best film to see. Omitous.
1: My when my mum was pregnant with my brother uh oscar is his name oh my god is it the Uh,
0: character in this movie
1: no it's not um she watched saving private ryan and i don't think she was able to finish it and she hasn't been able to since because it reminds her of the pain it's a great movie
0: hey talking about great things sylvester stallone's outfit in this opening scene is gorgeous i think
2: all of their outfits through most of the film are outstanding
0: oh yeah yeah i mean this is a movie of fashion you know uh, many movies of fashion, but this one in particular. You know what? You know what I really like about this scene. The guy standing in the rain the whole time. <laughs> you mean the one with the walkie eye? This yeah, guy. This guy. Remember how you <laughs> thought he was gonna be a character in the movie, and mm. then like, yeah. did you realize halfway through this movie that hey, where did that guy
1: go? Like no, they come I forgot back, all about they him. They
0: come actually. back to him at the like for the end credits. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's in this. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. I, I
1: remember that guy. I haven't really watched it, but was he in Friends or something?
0: I don't know. He's my friend though. Uh, possibly Possibly. so here guys we start out with uh, you know the great one of the great uh portrayals of a father figure in a movie which is of course don amici is the priest i'm talking about <laughs> I mean, he's great do we all know who uh don amici is the Priest, you don't know? No, I'm not familiar. I'm
1: not entirely sure. Have you
0: guys never seen the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy? Oh, a long time ago. Or have you never seen Harry and the Hendersons with John Lithgow, in no, which so. they. Um, did I'd rather, f- a I'd rather forget that I have seen that film. But yes. could, you, could you not say that? I love <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. I actually think it's a great movie. Yeah. I love. Okay side topic about harry the hendersons there's a great moment in that movie where john lithgow delivers emotionally this line of have you ever seen a baby pigeon before and it's kind of makes you think no i haven't i have not yeah you told me about that (laughs) and it's like where are they i don't know but they could be in kirk douglas's hair for all i know hey is it weird that kirk douglas recently celebrated his 100th birthday that is weird he's still alive and he looks like he's dying here I mean evidently in all, fa- in all fairness he is supposed to be dying here so you know can and we, he still looks great
2: can we take a moment to credit the slap on the face that just happened before uh,
0: that it was a real slap on the yeah. face that's like the best part of the <laughs> yeah. trivia is Sylvester Stone just being like you never spar with Spartacus and you're damn straight <laughs> <laughs> but <Barbara>, no Angelo <laughs> <laughs> Angelo make me one promise I love Kirk Douglas I wish he was in the movie more
1: like yeah. I, I, I mean, a lot of the things I read about the films like really like, oh, Sylvester Stallone, this other actor and Kirk Douglas. I'm like Yeah. Oh yeah, for that one scene he's in. But he's I think it would be
0: fair to say, out of all the actors in this movie, he is the one Believable? The... No, I was gonna say the biggest mm. star. At the time. In general. I mean people nowadays would be like Oh I know who Sylvester Stallone is But it's like Kirk Douglas is is still a big star Like so him in this movie You definitely need to talk about him Even if he's in one scene You know it's just like It's like if you know you had a scene Where you know you had Jack Nicholson Pop up for one scene It doesn't matter like you have to talk about it Like you know it's
1: not like Steve Carell in Bewitched. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: And, okay, so the movie, Don Amici's doing the cross. It's very sad. And Ryan just did the cross. I, I did it. I think I did it the right way, let's, too. So let's all take good.
2: a moment to remember 90s yes. films. And I guess it also is set in the 20s, but the gentleman... It's the 30s. It, Get it fucking Liz right. The 30s? Okay, sorry. She's
0: a 30s girl. Yeah. She says it like five times. Take a moment to
2: recognise well, the guy... At so so w- you don't forget. the the guy with the cigar in the room it's like yeah this old fella's dying you know what I need to do blow smoke in his face he's not
1: about to you know come back to life or anything this was the
2: part where I was kind of hoping the rest of the film (laughs) was going to be done in plastic and I was like
0: yes I actually said to myself I didn't realise this was animated awesome I didn't realise like I actually sat down for a moment and I was like uh, this is a good thing. This is a good thing about this this film. Like, this is a fun sequence, because this is a comedy, and this opening sequence is letting you, the audience, know that this is a comedy outside of the comedy that just happened. And it actually stunned me when this happened. Yeah. I actually sat back in my chair and went, what is happening? <laughs> I, I, I thought just went, this was Am a I serious watching, film. Am I watching the Mafia version of Wallace and Gromit?
1: I don't know what's <laughs> happening to me. To, to build on what Rob just said there, this is one of the films that I walked in completely blind. All I knew and is the that... Saying. Sylvester Stallone is in it and on the poster he was like holding onto a clock hand or something. He's what I didn't is I did not even he? go
2: that far. I you just you guys told me the name of the film. I looked it up, I found a copy and I just started watching it <laughs> one the, afternoon. Uh, and, the, and I was sorry. sort of like, going, "Oh, this is hmm, interesting. Kind of ser- serious for Stallone." Then to be fair, it took me a good 25 minutes before I went, "Oh, this is meant to be a comedy." <laughs> Oh.
0: When did you not oh. realize it? I mean, what made you realize it was a comedy? I not the slaps. I'll, in the I'll, face I'll, or... I'll point.
2: I'll point it out when we get when we get to it. I just thought it was just really poor, you know, drama acting. Oh, but, but then I'll, you were I'll, wrong. When we get to the scene, I'll re- point out the scene when I realized that it, it was actually a comedy.
0: Until that point, <laughs> I was just like, Can it oh, please be when Tim Curry enters the movie?
1: No, don't and don't you're like, it Oh, comes, it's a comedy. I don't think he comes in 25 minutes. <laughs> he comes in like no. 50 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. It's a comedy. Yeah, with me like Ryan, you told me about it I think since maybe October November and you imagine mm. like oh this movie yeah we'll, we should get Rob on it. Oh yeah, yeah. But, I, and then every time you brought it up you couldn't remember the title. I,
0: I kept <laughs> mistaking it for Arthur with uh um, oh, right, yeah. Russell Brand which is a remake in
1: itself oh, the because they're one. both
0: They're both movies that's just the name of a character. No. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. Uh, Arthur's about this drunk. This sad, pathetic drunk and it's a comedy. Who builds a wall in Scotland? No. (laughs) No, I wish. Hadrian's Wall. (laughs) Liza Minnelli was in the original one. So, so, so... I so you guys had never seen it. You guys heard from me to I've watch I've seen this. that
2: guy before on my pizza boxes, but that's the first. this Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, that guy! Oh, he's just not wearing the hat! Yeah. Yeah. I just love
0: this idea. I said, You guys have never yeah, seen this seen before. More. And he goes, I've seen this guy on yeah, my yeah, pizza boxes. It's like, Well, I've seen Sylvester Stallone I mean, woo! No, I knew about this movie, but I had never seen it. And mm. I will be 100% honest with you, the only thing I knew was two things and one of them's wrong. Yeah. Which was, it's a, it's a comedy with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And he's a gangster. That's that's the first thing. And then the second one was Tim Curry is blonde in this movie. And that's not the only thing I knew. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, I don't think Tim Curry's that blonde. I was really sure of it because he's like in oh, several okay. scenes, in several scenes, he's like backlit. So his hair's like blonde because Tim Curry has like black hair so in this movie he's got like light brown so I was like oh he's blonde and then I told Bartek this and you're like he's not blonde and then posted pictures of him in the
1: movie and I was like like one picture I'm like I'm really happy
0: that you went to the effort to get a picture of him to prove yeah
1: because you're like he's blonde I'm like I just watched the film he's not blonde
0: (laughs) let's take
2: a moment there just to appreciate how well this house is dressed oh yeah of all the issues that I had watching this film that I'll get into the one thing that stand out is the quality of the dressing of the set. Oh yeah, and it is impeccable. Set the entire film, it's beautiful, unbelievable. That that first moment there where they come and you see the chandelier and you're like, this is a pretty house.
0: Yeah, and I, I like Just the level to
2: detail of the
0: The thing about movies and and TV shows too, especially when they're houses that are sets or sometimes or whatever where they have extensions. Uh, the geography of the house makes complete sense for mm. what we're given in the movie, mm. which you, you've got to appreciate because, you know, lesser filmmakers would not think that, think of, take that into a, an account. Like, they would not. Like, the, the whole geography of where he is, like, the street and everything, it all kind of makes sense and you got to appreciate that. Is this your favourite character, Palte? <laughs> <laughs> well he's you great. told
1: me last week that he's he was my favourite character in Baby's Day Out, right? Big Baby's Day Out, yeah. Day Out. <laughs> so I really like the
0: line okay, one of my favorite line deliveries in cinema. I'm not kidding guys. Mm. I hope this is I know it's not the moment where Rob realized it was a comedy, but by God, <laughs> no, how it's did you not? not. The woman in the the woman in this scene, the nail woman, her yeah. line oh, the, delivery the, is yeah. the innuendo
2: is killer. But on, it's so good.
0: Like it is, it is jaw droppingly great. Mm. She's the lady who did
1: Harley Quinn, right? The in the
0: in the animated show, or, or it's not Margot Robbie. I can <laughs>
1: assure you that. Because I, I was looking through a lot of YouTube content, everyone's like, "Oh, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn." Sorry, so she must be the voice of Harley Quinn. That's here, what I meant. Here it
2: comes. I the, hope. There's the, there's the eyes.
0: Uh, forever alone. Ah, oh, did we? Did we? Did we get it? Did we get it that the, that his name is a is a joke in itself? Yeah, it's a it's it's a type of cheese. I finished your nails. Is there anything else I can do for you? huh
1: It's like, yes, give mm. me a blowjob, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, Ryan, you put a and not said gobbies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nineteen thirties. They didn't have the
0: phrase gobbies back then. A big period piece, accurate. With this quite highbrow one. for this podcast. hold on I really am curious of what Seedy thought this was not a comedy. It's really
2: got me <laughs> oh, on the we're edge still, of Oh, we're scene. still going. Oh, we have still
0: got time. So... To be fair, I was I was eating a late
2: lunch at this point and I was kind of, you know, semi-watching the film. I wasn't quite studying it very hard. and I was kind of like, oh, yeah, what's going on here? But uh, I'll, I'll point out the same when I finally realised so it was a comedy. So, I chose...
0: The, the question <laughs> you might be asking, audience, is why Oscar? Out of Sylvester Stallone's back catalogue of unappreciated masterpieces, he has a few... And I felt like it was important to choose one of his comedies. Because Sylvester Stallone's done a few comedies in his career. This is one. And I felt like it was too obvious to do Stop or My Mama Will Shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot you? Or was it just shoot? I can't remember. But it's Just like, shoot. I, I felt like it was too obvious to do that one. That one's actually got like a cult following how, how bad it is or how unappreciated it is. But... This movie was one that I just I heard about, I had it in my fa- like foggiest of memories, and I'm like, this has genuinely good people attached to this project. It has look there's a, there's a lot of good actors. Kurtwood Smith is right on the screen. He was of course read from that seventies show, or even better, he was in Robocop.
1: So is Rob he the was, guy I we bring wasn't, on? He was in Robocop. From- <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Is Rob, the guy we bring on when there's actors from that 70s show, <laughs> 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 yeah. No.
0: I can't wait to do one with uh, with uh, T- Eric Ford, T- 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 <laughs> Predators. Uh, Wasn't he in some
1: like chick flick? <laughs> oh, well, you gotta really narrow
0: it down. How good's the from car from a few years ago? <laughs> the car's
1: pretty good, it's What's a joke about
0: <laughs> Get used to that car joke that you just saw that you didn't realize was a joke. Oh, he's like, he's a female character. You know that she's real sassy. So mm. I chose Oscar because it's a comedy that has a lot of good people attached to it. And it's it a comedy? It's a comedy. <laughs> and it, it it looks of high grade. Like, this isn't like some, for Sylvester Sloan, some cheap backlot movie when he was churning out more crap. It's a movie that is like a proper film and mm. out of his collection of work. And I think it was valuable to find a Sylvester Stallone that no one really knows about. And I, 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 I guarantee you that you speak to a lot of people and say, hey, Oscar with Sylvester Stallone. They won't know the movie. Mm. You guys didn't know. And it's like, oh, yeah, he won an Oscar. It's like, no. No, and it, this movie has great. I think he
1: won an Oscar. This
0: movie has great amount of talent in it. I mean, Tim Curry, obviously is one of the standouts for me. Uh, but Sylvester Stallone himself, I think this is an example of Sylvester Stallone can do comedy. It's
1: I think very, It's so. a very intelligent movie. It, it acknowledges, oh, this film is mostly set in this one house. Mm-hmm. We'll make it a damn good house. Hmm. I agree. So, tell me about your viewing experience,
0: boys. What What was your general feeling while watching this? Like, what did you have an expect what were your expectations while watching it and did it meet them
2: i had zero expectations same here man we've already established that oh no but like
0: when you you know when you say you have zero expectations like when When you're getting into it you when you're actually getting into it you're like okay 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 i you know when you're watching a movie even if you have zero expectations beforehand, you have an idea of where you think it's gonna go
1: well well, at this point Mm. i did not yet know about the polish title the uh Mm. 60 problems per minute yeah Uh, so I didn't really understand that it was going to be one of these, oh, it's all set in a matter of basically hours where things just keep building upon other things and Sylvester Stallone has to, you know, wake up earlier than usual, tired, and then just have to deal with a lot of shit just coming his way. Um, it reminded me of, there was this Bollywood film from, like, the mid-2000s called Garam Masala, which is about a guy cheating on three different, uh... (sighs) air stewardesses you know like as you was he a pilot no no <laughs> uh, I think frequent flyer is the term i think yeah ryan sorry And so it's just like this whole thing of him living with all three of them at the same time mm. but they're all around at different times and when one comes over he has to hide the other without her knowing what's going on uh it's obviously this film's not as immoral as that mm. Mm. Um, but it just reminded me of this whole, oh, a comedy set within a fixed period of time in one location. Well, that one, they're flying all over well, the world. Well, it's, it's a
2: classic style that's often best recreated on the theatre stage. Yeah, and this yes. By the end of this film, I sat there going, this would actually be a really funny play to do and on stage. And
0: it was a French farce that they adapted into a gangster comedy. Well, there you go. There you go. There, there you go. go. I'm really... Reverend. My As much as I'm trying to be engaged fully with this film and with these conversations, I'm still in my brain going, what point did Rob realise this? And I, and just I, let it go, Ryan. He'll no, tell us. No, I'm just making bets with myself and I'm just hoping that like one of the answers is correct in my brain. Yeah, because <laughs>
2: at this point I was like, this is just really bad drama I was just like yeah. this is just this is just really terrible terrible acting hey, and I was like, what is this
0: comedy I don't know hey you know you know dramas you know in Schindler's List you remember that scene where the butler threw the hat on the <laughs> hat rack and it landed perfectly and it wasn't funny I don't at all. know it was I was like oh, it's, it's
2: a kind of it's kind of zany but it's also a bit dramatic at the same time but you know I... at that point I'm still like
0: I I was really slow on this movie. I'll be honest. Like, my expectations... I did not realise until the movie was over that it took... I'll be 100% honest with you. I did not realise that this movie took place in the matter of hours until I was reading the trivia. Um. And it's like, this movie takes place in a matter of hours. I'm like... Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, I, I was really slow. Everything about this slow. movie, I was apart really from apart from sl- the beginning of the film, but yeah, I like- was really slow on the uptake with this movie. Like, like for instance, like one of the things I was really slow on, other than realizing it took place in in one day was was the, some of the characters relationships with one another like i was i, I kind of forgot some of the times Wait, so how did you
1: react to the line it's like you've had three fiancés in one day then
0: yeah i was really emotional about that actually <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> um, my you know i i think with me it was such a quick paced movie like that, this mm. is one of the quickest pace. like the pacing of this is so good in how quick it is, because it's a bada-bing, bada-boom, bada-bang comedy. Like, and, and the thing I think about with this is, this movie is unappreciated. Why? And I, I think I have an answer for that. I think I have an mm-hmm. answer, which is, if you made this, mo- this movie so perfect for what it's trying to do, that it actually alienates its audience. I think that if you made this movie the- exactly the way it is right now, In 1951, with Cary Grant in black and white, it would be an acclaimed classic. Because this style of comedy was really popular back then. Mm. And this is a throwback. And I think it's so well done of a throwback that it
1: kind of throws the audience off. You know, I actually found a YouTube comment that says similar things, but it related more to films from the 30s rather than the 50s. Mm. Mm. Well, I was thinking... You know, you
0: could still do this exact same film where it's set in 1930s, but made in 1951, because they still did that in the 50s and 40s, where they're still making movies that are like, yeah, it's the 30s, because that was a great time. And I was thinking, you know, Arsenic and Old Lace is a classic. Those two exact ones were in the comments. And this movie would sit right there. And you watch that movie now, and it's like when you watch some of those older movies where you realise, if this was made today, it wouldn't be so good, but since it was made back then, you give it, like, a different level of a pass. Rob, is this it? No, no, we're getting really close. Although, although this, <laughs> this
2: I can't, I, I, I can't remember this his name, everything he does makes tipped me
3: laugh. It
2: you laugh. I don't know the name of this actor, but he, in oh, like, like any kind of gangster, you know, Italiano American mafia movie or even TV show, he is in it. Yeah, he's, he's your a stereotypical, stereotypical guy. <laughs> I'm fairly certain he's in The Sopranos. I'm fairly certain he's in a lot of things. But yeah. you're like, all right, we need a goon to hold a gun to be, you know, Italian mafiosa mm.
0: He's
2: your he's your guy.
0: I'll be 100 honest. Guy. I thought it was Fat Tony for a good portion of time, <laughs> and, then, t- and then I realized, <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking Baby's Day Out. Oh. <laughs> I really thought I thought I was like, no, no, I'm thinking too much about Baby's Day Out because this had a lot of connections with Baby's Day Out for me. Like, quick pace. It's basically, like, you could remove the dialogue and it's a silent comedy as well, like, you know, like... Well, that one also is set... In one day. Well, t- two-ish, but mostly two-ish.
1: in one day.
2: Oh, this is set in two-ish. Now, this is... We're getting close to be starting to realise that it's a comedy, <laughs> but I'd like, to, I'd like to make a point. It'd be good to... I, I, I really hope someone keeps a tally in this film of the amount of times people say the word boss... Because it is the longest running joke in the entire film. It's that so these, good. These two guys keep going, Sorry, boss. He's like, call me Mr. Provolone. Okay, boss. Yeah. And it goes the entire stretch of the film. Yes,
0: it does. Mr. Provolone. Yes, <laughs> I, okay, so... I love Stallone in this. You walking
2: in my house? You tell me you stole 50 Gs?
0: going to tell Montana voice, but still... I. (laughs) This is another gag that sort of goes for the whole movie, but it changes a bit. I know it's kind of early on. I'll ask this. What did you guys think of Sylvester Stallone's acting in this movie? Because he has to play the straight man at the end of the day. Mm. What did you think? And, you know, what do you think of him as an actor?
1: Oh. in as, general, as an actor, I think he's an entertaining actor to watch on the screen, which means movies. <laughs> okay, not not okay. Cool. Mm. What about you, Rob? How do you feel about Sylvester?
2: Um, he mm. had his time where he was very good, and then he kind of hit a point where he lost the ability to speak. Yet people still uh, cast him in films. Although he is uh the lead character in possibly my favorite ever film, Copland. Oh yeah, Copland. Uh, which is just Where he wears glasses. Yeah, he wears glasses, <laughs> and he's an idiot, <laughs> and it's hilarious. And everyone, you know, De Niro's in it, Ray Liotta's in it. Um, it's,
0: it's a comedy, awesome. after all. No. no, no,
2: it's an awesome film. It is awesome. I but love. Copland. He was
0: good in Creed, apparently. Yeah, he was nominated. For never it.
1: seen it. It was
0: good, but yeah. He was no—he was no Sylvester Stallone and Oscar. That's what you're saying. I—I <laughs> um, I don't know. I think he's a good actor. I—I I think he's. Uh, What I like about him is He's one of those actors Like how musicians are Mm. Where they have their different eras Of different levels of personality So Mm. like you have like you know, the Rocky movies examples of each Rocky movie is a real reflection of who Sylvester Stallone is during that period of time. (laughs) You know, as a person, as an individual. And they really reflect that. And I feel like this is one of those reflections where this is Sylvester Stallone during a period of time where it's like, you know what, I just want to have fun. Like, I don't want to have to do all this intense action and all this intense, all these crappy one-liners. I just want to be fun. I just want to have a fun time. He's already
1: done the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. (laughs) Did he? Yeah. Good for him. I think he bought the rights, wrote it, and had like a little cameo in it. Oh, good. Um, So I think since we're talking about Sylvester Stallone, this is a good time to bring up Siskel and Ebert. Oh, great. I love Siskel and Ebert. I watched- Whatever they have to say. I watched the segment of their episode where they talked about Oscar. Great. Um, We can rest easy this time, Ryan. They both gave it a thumbs up. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I give it a thumbs up too. They basically said that the first 20 minutes, which was still in, they were kind of not really into it, and, like, after the daughter was, you know, introduced, they were done introducing her, they really got into the comedy of it. Mm. Um, And they both acknowledged that, uh, and actually Ebert was the more lenient one this time, that uh, Sylvester Stallone, he was playing the straight man, and that, you know, uh, Siskel kind of thought oh yeah you know he wasn't as funny as everyone else whereas Roger Ebert kind of dismissed him by saying oh well he was the straight man in the comedy movie it's a thankless job he said oh wow so it's nice that these major critics enjoyed it as a comedy and appreciated Sylvester Stallone in the film I appreciate Sylvester do you guys
2: wonder what it's like to wear a cement kimono no. It was it was the one phrase he says in this <laughs> bit. I was just like, a cement kimono. Yeah, it's a good
0: bit of like, you know, imagination. You know what's yeah. It's one of those lines in movies that makes you do, do a double take mentally. It's like that. Mm. Have you guys seen Total Recall? Yes. With, a long time ago. Uh, with uh, Schwarzenegger? Yeah. There's a line from um, uh, the bad guy who's Dick Jones from Robocop as well. Uh, and he's just like. When this all blows over, we'll be home in time for cornflakes. <laughs> it's like one of those lines that
1: make you go, "Wait, what?"
0: Was this film sponsored by corn? No, and it's set in the future
1: as well. So it's like cornflakes kind of, still exist. kind of also <laughs> reminds me of a few years ago. The three of us were in a play called Noir, where we had to watch a bunch of film noir films and like bring in quotes mm. to like think about. It. And one of the ones that I brought in was like, "You're fighting a swamp with a teaspoon." <laughs> I, hate, a I hate, I hate when that
0: happens. And here we go with the most charming Oscar. Awesome Oscar-winning actress, Marissa Tomei.
2: Yep, and here we come up to the bit where I actually realised
0: that this was... I a knew it was going to be Marissa! <laughs> Can I make a guess? Was it when... Oh, no. She cried? Is it? No, I actually thought... I made a guess to myself with ro- with my brain. It was Is it when he's like, give up all your weapons, and the guy like gives up his no. weapons for like five <laughs> minutes? No,
2: I, I'd gotten gone before then. <laughs> Damn it! It's, it's midway through this scene yes. where I started realise, because I was kind sort of like why is she acting so badly in this scene? I'm like, <laughs> and it's how, why are you so terrible in this
0: bit? And then I was like, hold on. Did you realise that she only comment. acted badly when she was in her room? Yeah. Do you think there's something what? about that in her room, every oh. scene that she has in her room, she's terrible. Like, I was actually like, oh, now I understand. Well, Ryan, but then,
2: it. I'm not a little girl anymore. I was
3: like,
1: like, what?
0: <laughs> Why? Oh, oh! Uh,
1: I'm right. meant to be laughing at this. You but get comfortable it. in familiar places.
0: Yeah, no, no, exactly. Right. And I, I actually went. Is there a director in the ro- for the the bedroom scene? That's like a different director. <laughs> to yeah. it's, a different to director. it's like the French guy who wrote the original. Play. Yeah. No,
1: it's Sylvester Stallone.
2: He's like good to Land is yeah. Len, Len is cold lunch, and that's when you guys just you know flesh this one. Flesh out, it yeah. out. You guys flesh it out. Um, yeah, we actually haven't written a script for this
1: scene. <laughs> they barely still, speaking. I think what English whatever. Then? like giving her like theater directions like Nothing. do this
0: big thing. No I think it's in this scene here. It has my favorite line in the entire movie. Delivered from Sylvester Stallone. I can't remember if it's in this scene it's in one of the bedroom scenes in mm-hmm. which she's like I'm a 1930s girl and he's just like okay this this uh, story that moment here where they just paused at each other that was weird (laughs) I loved it but my favourite line in this movie is Sylvester Stallone looks through a record collection that's right and 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 he's like I've listened to Mini and the Moocher don't you think I don't know what it's about and he throws it yeah is is, is it and it's like I hate um, <laughs> I've heard the lips I've heard the I'm the so in this house I just love it it's Like, what is his deal? I want neon? to swim the English channel uh, okay. Well, she wants to do lots of No, you thought that was Sylvester Stallone saying that Yeah didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what's something I really appreciate about this movie? This oh. is it, this is it This I was like <laughs> oh. And you're like Oh, this is a comedy Oh, right I I wish uh, you know, The thing that I really like about this is His name is Snaps And They really show you why he's called Snaps in this movie. Am I right, boys? Yes. He's always snapping. And we're getting
2: very close to be introduced to my favourite character in the entire film. Or characters. Oh my uh, god I, <laughs> I, knew, is, I knew it would be the Fanuccis which, which is the Finucci brothers uh, One of which is my absolute favourite uh, Harry Shearer who's, yeah. who's there on the left I don't know the name of the gentleman on the right though He is Finucci. He's, he's <laughs> they
0: they are, are not actors They are Finucci. They are Finucci's. They are,
2: they are <laughs> I couldn't, there was a while there where cause I kind of wasn't listening and I was like, are they
0: brothers? Are they lovers? Is it, what is, what, what's the relationship Oh, you know, here? in the 1930s uh, there were many gay lovers that were accepted <laughs> by Catholic gangsters, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They make good suits, you know. Yeah, the Fennuccis are great. Uh, I like the whole dynamic that they have with them as brothers, uh, bickering as mm. well. I, I love. Uh, yep, look, their teamwork. They lifted that together. No, no problems there.
1: I don't know. I think Harry Shearer was not doing his share of the. He wasn't deal.
0: doing his Shearer of the job. Yeah. Shearer was. Yeah,
1: this is.
2: Yeah, if if you get to this point and you haven't realised it's a comedy by Harry Shearer's horrendous impersonation of an Italian what uh, do
0: you mean doesn't he do the voice eh, of the and Bobbi, italian yeah, they're, they're chef on <laughs> the simpsons yeah i imagine he does you, know, <laughs> you remember that chef that
1: only appears like three or four luigi times luigi was his name i think yeah yeah he doesn't appear that much i don't know why i remember there was one episode where like he broke into like a little song and everyone was like clapping and really into him like oh people really like luigi in the universe
0: yeah well luigi's great he makes good food he's a good fanucci <laughs> Did we know that they're both the same character if one becomes a chef?
1: What if Luigi's voice by, like, like, like a does Lisa Simpson only does Lisa Simpson and Luigi? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we find out Rob's favourite characters are the Fanuccis, mm. but like, I'm really interested to know who is your favourite character in this game I am too, because there
1: are so many. <laughs> I need you to decide. You <laughs> have to rip the band-aid off and decide. It's been, you know, it's actually been about a week since I've seen this film, so it's... it's, I'm still uh, replaying it over in my head, but I think when I watched it first, I think I was really into Keith Davis for his one mm-hmm. scene. Oh, yeah. Just the, at so, you, so you don't forget. I really, I
2: really <laughs> love The Bankers. Just, the Bankers are great. They're just so... Banky, and they're so so banky, they're so dry and so dull. And yeah, the, the the one the guy with the grey hair is he's he's perfect. He's yeah, perfect
0: he is. I really it reminded me. A Everything's a of size Trading <sighs> places, which I think was a John Landis movie. No, can't remember if that was John Landis as I well. Don't think trading it was. No, I don't think so. But same era. I think we've done a De- Trading Places has, like, Don Amici and the other brother, and they have these kind of similar conversations. It wasn't they-
1: Harold Ramis. No, wasn't. Uh, maybe.
0: Who cares? They're all dead now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I do
2: I do like how he's having a glass of milk. In yeah. any, like, modern film, rich people just are always drinking, you know, Wine. straight spirits Chardonnay. at any time of the day. But, but he's like- a
0: man of leisure. He's a baby man. He's a baby <laughs> man. <laughs> I a- won't
2: start my day till I have my Ooh. glass of milk. Yeah.
0: Uh, Marissa Tomei. So Marissa Tomei, where
2: she's obviously just left left the acting at home and just <laughs> gone for no, these bed- oh, I'm not getting. I'm not getting paid up she to left care. it in her bedroom. I want to go to an opium den in Chinatown. That's one
1: of my
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, that's a good line. So, but the, the maid's accent. The maid's accent uh, is miso- amazing. Uh, accent. Mis-
2: miscellaneous United Kingdom
0: accent. I think she's supposed to be Irish. Yeah, yeah I believe I she is. She's, to be she's Irish. Irish, but
1: then when she quits, she loses it? She's Scottish,
0: a- and then she's every other language underneath the sun. Then she's Dutch. It's just, Wouldn't it's it be a surprise fun. if she was actually Japanese? <laughs> 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 um, no, I was going to say, interesting choice of favourite character there, Bartek. My favourite character... I, I'm still up in the air about it. But, uh... I'm I'm up in many airs uh, about my favorite character. It's hard not to say Doctor Poole because Tim Curry yeah, is I... such a. Flavor to this movie in a good way like I feel like not saying that the movie was dying Mm. but I felt like he was that vital injection that you needed to live an unexpected
1: vital injection
0: oh oh, yeah and uh, I felt like he really added a flavour and I think I have to on merit say that he was my favourite because he's the best actor in the movie by far like out of all of them he's the best actor by far and he really... His character is sweet. Like, his character goes in directions that I would not have assumed that he would go in. And I think on that level, I have to say Dr. Paul. Mm. But I'm also... I also kind of really like... uh I forget his name, the one... The, the the gangster who has to keep opening the door. The there. one who threw the hat?
1: Yeah. I actually thought you were going to mention him. He yeah. was
0: great, too, because he's... Is he his... Connie? No, that's oh, the other
1: one. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think what I like about him is he... His character has an arc as well. Like, mm. by the end of the movie, he's kind of grown accustomed to being a butler. He <laughs> hates it. <laughs> and I think I appreciate those two characters the most, because I feel like... They went through a real great change in a good way. Like, this, like this is, this, the this. <laughs> this is when Rob realised it was a it's comedy. Oh, the other thing
1: I was really slow on. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, I'm oh really God. slow on this. Yes, Ryan Silvestre Sloan is a male. No.
0: I didn't realise until like... Until so they actually said it word for word that it's like the driver is Oscar. And I'm like, oh that's right, Sylvester Stallone's not Oscar. In this. <laughs> He's
1: Mr. Provolone.
0: So Ryan, you look at you look <laughs> yeah, at the poster, you saw
1: Sylvester Stallone, you saw Oscar, you're like, Well that's Oscar. Now Am I wrong in thinking that line of thought? I mean before I watched the movie, like Rob hadn't seen the poster, I thought mm. Yeah, he, oh, his name might be Oscar, but then we watched the film and he was snaps, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Angelo snaps, Provolone
0: Alone, and I'm just like. He's now, I'd like to to, Oscar. now,
1: I'd like to put you
2: guys in a bit of a scenario because this scene's got a bit of a Cluedo-like feel to it. So you're a goon in a house, and you have to decide to. uh Whack somebody. Um, <laughs> what's your uh, what's what's your preferred method? Are you going to go? Yeah, the, the mace. I think the mace is. my, you know what's my, really my, my goal, it's really Or bo- it. the bottle of poison.
0: You know what's, <laughs> what? what are you going go to the, t- <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting? <laughs> the most interesting part of all of this is I don't know if Rob knows that Tim Curry is in the movie Clue. You know oh, right, he's in he's the butler in oh, Clue So I, I just don't know if that. he's making He's like, oh. just saying this I'm like, oh, Tim Curry's in both yeah. So the answer's <laughs> Tim Curry I would use Tim Curry to kill them all Because oh. he is a uh, No, the thing
1: I would use Kurtwood Smith to put his foot in their ass
0: <laughs> I love Kurtwood Smith I
1: think he's an amazing actor And I think he's I liked hearing him do an accent in this film <laughs> Because <laughs> i doing an accent? Yeah, he's doing like a bit of an... Uh, oh, he's doing a bit of one of these. Yeah, a bit of a 30s <laughs> accent. Because I'm so used to him being, you know, like the
0: no-nonsense Red Foreman. I'm used to him being either two modes, no-nonsense Red Foreman or sleazy bastard in Robocop. I forget his name in Robocop, but he's, he's great. He's also
2: in uh, Best in Show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the Eugene Levy one.
2: Yeah, where he's... I think he's one of the He's
1: shows. also in... I know d- he's in it. He's, he's in all of their films. He's in Dead Poet Society as Red Foreman. He's in
0: Dead Poet Society as the one who makes sense. Yeah, you're right. I was up. I've had an argument with my English teacher back in high school about, like,. Yeah, Red Foreman. I, I kept calling him Red. Red <laughs> makes a lot of sense in this movie. This kid's spreading himself too thin. He really needs to get his priorities in check. And she's like, you're a monster. She actually said, you're a monster. <laughs> you're, yeah, a, most- you're a drama student, right? Yeah. but he's,
2: he's in most Christopher <laughs> Guest films. Is and he? so is
0: Harry Shearer. Are like- you not thinking of Fred Willard? Oh, I am thinking of Fred Willard. You fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, they look so alike. Except for one has got a head of hair and looks nothing like the other.
2: You're an idiot. No, the same guy we're talking about. You're <laughs> definitely
0: the
3: exact
2: same person. <laughs> <They
0: are not. laughs> They're definitely the same person. <laughs> okay. Oh, Kurtwood Smith. <laughs> okay. The
1: thing I give Kurtwood Fred Kirk Foreman.
0: Kurtwood Kirk Foreman. Kurtwood Smith in this movie. He's great. I I feel like he could have been in it more. I I felt like that's one of the critiques I would give about him.
1: He's kind of, in a way, to use a theatre term, the chorus, because he's, like, commenting on things Mm, that he sees. mm, Yeah, that or the stuttering guy, who's literally commenting on what he sees as well. Red's been in it more, though, right?
0: I think he's in it like by two scenes more. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's
1: across the road and every time a bag appears, it's like, there's another bag! Oh, there's yeah, but that's bag. not much of a scene. <laughs> I know, but they cut to it a lot.
2: Now, here's where we're introduced to uh, Teresa, who is what I'd call the spanner in the works. Oh, uh, fuck you. For this, for this film. She's great. She, she's looks great.
0: Like a, she looks like a flying nun. But as a, but as
2: a character. Now, gentlemen, so if, if we are uh, putting ourselves into uh, the shoes of this film... Are you a Teresa fan, or are you a laser fan? Where where, where are you going with this? Uh, who, are you, who are you choosing?
0: Uh, that's... A one I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you sit you, on it. Who's you your sit, waifu, right? I'll, I'll let you sit on it for a little bit. I'm going to sit come, on can, this. Can, I didn't even know there was a competition yeah, between the two. But <laughs> you
2: can come back, and you can choose one by the end of the film. I think okay? I'm a...
0: Re- I, you know what, I'm going to go now. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Again, I oh. choose her...
2: As Lisa. <laughs> As Lisa. <laughs> she, has to, she only talks like that.
0: <laughs> Lisa, I think I liked her because... Like Tim Curry, and like uh, the gangster with the cigar, she, she has a, an emotional arc by the end of the movie. She grows up, she changes, she falls in love, and I think the brattiness at the start was a bit too much. But I feel by the evolution of her character, I choose her. While Teresa here doesn't change,
1: she's just great all the time. She finds her father Ryan, he and also Darth Vader. The I know The role is so great; it's golden, just like the Raspberry she was nominated for. Was she? Yeah. That actress. Yeah. That one, Teresa, not Lisa, not Teresa, Marissa. not Marissa Tomei. What she was nominated? (laughs) No, no, I'm actually really confused. (laughs) Out of all the
0: actors, to give her golden resume... actresses, actresses, Actresses. no actors. They like being called. It's either one. Yeah, but but they have separate. I know, but out of all the actresses, that
1: one. There were only like four or five.
0: No, but no, (laughs) no, not the maid. Like I don't want to shit on her her acting here, but not the maid.
1: I guess not. Look at her; she's acting so well, right? She's I not. She's not gold. You've actually raspberry. got me really
0: dumbfounded by that actually happened. Like, yeah. it actually makes me. Um, it makes me less less in touch with the world. Like, what about you, Bartek? Do you do you have do you have a team?
1: Do I have a waifu? Yeah, it's clearly A Golden Raspberry Girl. You're a golden raspberry girl. It's my favorite berry, so you know. Is it? No, I love raspberries. Thing. You're a liar. What, you don't go to your favorite berry club.
0: No, I don't go to my favorite berry club. No, no. He's an actress that really peach. elevated the movie for me. I like that she actually. St- she has what a lot of gangster wives really need, yeah, which is need she has. you talking about? She has sass. The wife. Yeah, I know. She has a spine. She's sassy she's hot she's a she's a bitch she's got an accent she doesn't take no prisoners. She kinda of reminds me of Kathleen Turner. <laughs>
2: My baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can Rob just narrate the rest of the movie? My little baby. This this whole
2: film is just a lot of people with very over the top accents saying. (laughs) Except for Sylvester Stallone,
3: that's his normal (laughs) way.
2: That's Everyone else, except Tim Curry talks like himself. (laughs) And Tim Curry, (laughs) it's so slow. Everyone else, everybody else. Well, to be fair, I don't know what. The mother talks like normally. That's actually her accent. That's what she
0: talks like? Yeah. She's not acting. Like, if anything, she's trying to lessen her accent.
1: You ain't the whole (laughs) way.
0: My favorite thing in this whole entire room, because there's a lot in her bedroom. Do you guys have a favorite thing? I'm looking at the squirrels at the moment, but I really like the headshot of (laughs) Sylvester Stallone on her table. (laughs) It's like smiling at her Like do you have a picture of your dad Like a proper headshot of your father next, Smiling Next next to your bed I have a... No no it's also next to her own mirror So when oh. she's applying makeup in the morning the She has to look at her own dad smiling at her It's weird
2: Yeah, There's something really strange about that bit there So they say the chauffeur and they immediately cut to the fat Mouse picture Like did you notice that there's Well a close that's up... who impregnated her yeah, The fat mouse well, because... So implying that Oscar is a hairy mouse. Or a rat, I or a, Yeah, or a rat.
0: He's a fucking rat. That's yeah. another running gag in the film. In a rat who's thing? Oscar? If you're talking about rats, who's your least favourite character in this film? It's hard. When there's so many good characters, oh. you have to pick a least favourite. Least favourite. It's kind of like picking which one of the Seven Wonders is your least favourite. I I'm know. Actually,
2: it's, I'm, I'm going to go out and say it is... Uh, Lisa Marissa Tomei's oh. character. Oh, she, you're wrong, she, but good choice. she annoys me. She really okay. annoyed me in this film. You're wrong, but good, me, like, good job. she annoys she annoys me until uh Tim Curry arrives and then kinda I feel like elevates her performance. You fingered her performance, yes. Yeah. Yes, essentially. <laughs> but until that point, she really shitted me uh for the first time. I feel
0: like film. Tim Curry ended and he's like, oh now, I'm not acting with this. Mm. John... Let me, (laughs) director.
1: Essentially. What about you, Bartek? John Landis it's like, I made Kentucky Fried
0: Movie. And then Tim Curry's like, fuck you. I was in Clue. And he's like, oh, you got me there. But it's not good enough. It's like, I was the big horn devil guy in Legends. It's like, you got me.
1: He would have been good in Kentucky Fried Movie, Tim Curry. As
0: what, though? As I don't know, anything. As... It would be like special announcement from Tim Curry, it's just like him talking about himself. So, who's your least favorite Bartek? It's hard to choose. It is hard to choose. You have to pick at one. I mean, I don't really have any strong
2: feelings. Is but... it? Is it the Nazi chauffeur who rocks up towards the end of the movie? It's a good choice.
1: <laughs> well, no, I'm a progressive Polish person. It's before Nazis. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the maid. Oh, wow. Yeah. You guys are wrong. I don't hate her or anything, but... Oh, Ryan
0: hates someone. I I hate someone in this movie. And I mean, this is the good thing about this movie. You have characters and situations that you love so much. Is it him? Hold on. You have characters and situations that you love so much that... I don't know about you... I was verbally and physically engaged with this movie. I was shouting at the screen, being, like, laughing. I was saying stuff, like, in a good way. And there was moments where I was screaming at the screen, walking back and forth, being like, Oh, no, fuck off! Which was, yeah, that character. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. What's his name again? Uh, I forget. It's not Rob, is
1: it? It's not Rob. <laughs> it's, I hate it's Rob. It's some short name.
0: Uh, the Accountant. I fucking hate that guy. And I think, deep down... It's just me that has the problem. I just don't like that. I think it's just I don't like the character. I don't like that character. Like, he's too much. For me, like, too much. And I think it's, it's... My thing is, too, I think it's the actor as well, where it's coming across as, okay, I think I'd be up for this role if the guy played it a bit more goofy and sentimental like Tim Curry is playing it. But... Since his old, But he's playing it way too corrupt and slimy, which makes sense because he has this whole arc of he learns that he loves girls, not money. Like, that's his whole thing. Like, he, has, he learns he should love people, not money, right? Which is fair enough, but I felt like it detracted from the comedy, and I was just getting infuriated, and I actually was saying, why don't they just kill this guy? I would really like it if they did. I think the actor and the character, the way it was designed and performed and directed... There's no way you could go about it that I can figure out. Maybe a different performer could bring something that makes the character likable, like, you know, a certain charm that this guy maybe doesn't have for me personally. But he just rubbed me up the wrong way throughout the whole entire... And at the end, it's like, he's getting a happy ending, I'm like man I wish Oscar got got the like I wish Oscar would just marry his girl instead like I'm really upset about all this.
1: I think it just might be the character not such the actor I don't know the actor but the actor brings <laughs> something to
0: it the actor brings something that, to shut
1: it shut up you Mussolini yeah that's that, that's one of my favorite and it made me wonder was <laughs> Mussolini
0: up around up.
1: in 1933 yeah when this, this movie, is before world war ii yeah? 1933 was he already leader though I'd but say I he would. don't know if he was leader, but it, he definitely wasn't. He'd be a promising he,
2: figurehead in uh, the but Italian But I don't know scene, about. I'd here's say. the
0: thing with my education on the, the fascism and all that, I really don't know anything about the Italian side of the war oh, at yeah, all. Who cares? No, but it's interesting. But it's good to know because yeah. it's always good to know because with these movies, maybe that's a really good reference they to just, make. Or maybe it's one that you just got to chuck in there and maybe very it makes clever, no sense. a clever line. All the, because, it,
2: all, all the Italians so, ever wanted out of the war was good espresso, some grappa and uh, a bit of football, and then, you know, they didn't really care. And piano and the film
1: Life is
0: Beautiful. And the
2: film Life is Beautiful. And some bambinos.
0: Uh, but, like, that's the thing I wonder, because, you know, with, with like, with the fascists, until, like, really the war the got started, Luigi. they weren't as hated as much as you would think now. But Probably, So yeah. it makes me wonder, it's like, is that common valid? It's like saying, it's like turning around and being like, Oh, you're such a... And you name, like, a random leader. And it's like, they're not even that hated at the moment. It's like, okay. You're such an Assad. <laughs> um, no, no, he's
1: hated. Um,
0: yeah, you're not... Pe- I can't think of anyone that's not truly hated. Like, I was going to say, like... such a turnbull. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Like, he's just slightly a jerk. He's not a dictator. <laughs> so, here's a scene in which you just have to admire this woman. Oh, wow. She's really acting. And I was blown away here. I thought... You know, if anyone should be nominated for a performance in this movie, it should eyes. be her. Those it's eyes. the eyes and the cheekbones. Mm. Like you just and Sylvester Stallone. Look at him. He's a little teapot. He was doing a Jesus. He was Christ just then, <laughs> I Rob. Think, I think he came <laughs> in his pants.
1: I think that's what happened in that scene. I would. Well, that's what Jesus. Do- well, I don't know I'm going. Just...
0: Now we got Kurtwood Smith back on screen. Oh, I love him. I love he delivers car. one of my favorite lines of dialogue, in. RoboCop as well. Yeah, it's the way he delivers it, and, and you know how we all know how Kurtwood Smith sounds when yes. he gets angry. There's a scene in RoboCop. I don't know if you've seen RoboCop, but there's a I scene where RoboCop's like throwing him through different plates of glass. Like he keeps throwing him. He's bleeding profusely, and he's just like, "Stop! I work for your boss." dick jones and i just i just love the way he delivers that line if i if you listen to it i think i nailed it pretty well does, does like, he emphasize dick jones no no he does because dick jones is like the second in charge of the company so it's like really important because RoboCups at this point is going to kill him even though he shouldn't or like that's what's going to ha- most likely imply and he's like begging him he's like don't i work for your boss dick jones and it's great it's just the way he delivers it because his character is a slime ball
1: i like your delivery so it must be really good jack jones yeah it's great well, That one was there's
0: it. no dick jones in this movie unfortunately no percy jones either percy jones so okay we have a lot of feelings about this movie mm. what is it that you guys think made this movie unappreciated i already kind of gave you a slice of mine what do you guys think? What's a feeling?
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, do, I guess people don't really look at Stallone as being this comedy guy, or maybe they just hadn't heard of the film. Oh, I haven't even talked about the trailer for this film. Was it good? It's one of those trailers that... Okay, you know how I told you the polish title is 60 problems per minute? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The trailer would have you believe that the whole film is about trying to find Marissa Tomei a husband it kind <laughs> that's it the isn't. Whole, but that's what the whole the trailer makes you think that that's the whole film because even the trailer narration's like uh snaps provolone's daughter needs a husband and he has to find or something like that it's all about and then a trying Michael to find Bay explosion her yeah and all these just random scenes and it it doesn't really give you this impression that this is based on a french comedic play that's set in a house where, during one day where a bunch of things go wrong it's completely misleading so Does what you're saying you is the idea that a trying re- to go straight
2: no fuck so what you're saying is that a really bad hollywood producer chopped it up and made a really bad trailer and ruined the film of that happening before? <laughs> I've never. Like, I've actually never heard of that happening before. I've heard
0: the opposite, where they've chopped up a really good trailer for a and, really shit yeah. movie. And that I think that's
2: probably one of the reasons why it has been overlooked. Because if you kind of know what you're coming into, expecting it, like this is quite an entertaining film. Sure, there you know it's not completely ha ha laugh out. You know, holding my sides funny. But okay, I
0: disagree, but okay.
2: It's enjoyable. I yeah. I really enjoyed it, and it is it is a lot of fun. There were obviously there were points where I did laugh a lot. Uh, but it's a fun ride, and I think if you're presented that going into it and in the trailer, you might expect it more, as opposed mm. to me spending 20 minutes going, this drama is terrible, <laughs> before I caught on yeah. what, what it? I was watching. We've,
1: we've talked on this show before about misleading trailers in Bewitched and A Winter's Tale.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Winter's Tale, it's kind of spot on as well, though. Yeah, no. but it, it <laughs> yeah. only
1: focuses on the romance, it doesn't focus on all the fantasy stuff and Bewitched. Yeah. Was, was that the opposite?
0: It... I don't even want to talk about the B-Witch trailer. It's terrible. <laughs> but here's something I gotta ask: This is a comedy. I've already shared my slice of my favorite joke in this movie. Do you guys have a favorite joke or, or in, it's kind of hard to say, or, or sequence in this movie? Because uh, this movie also is that too. Really. So like running jokes. Or? I guess. Like, what's a favorite thing? Like my joke? my Funny f- favorite
2: bit, and it's because it has my favorite characters in it. Is the uh, the sequence where the <laughs> Fanuccis... Well, um, this, oh. this young gentleman believes that the Finucci's are hired hitmen. Yes. Because <laughs> of the w-
0: picture. <laughs> that
2: is the f- funniest scene, I'd
0: say, in the whole And just because it's world. so cute when they talk mm. as yeah. well. They're like, you know, one day we're going to be lucky to get you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good impersonation of them, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about favourite scene, but my favourite running joke, I think, is the whole... Uh, the servants pulling out weapons and Sylvester Stallone every single time just looking at them and taking it away as if it's like a student chewing gum and gun then eventually
0: there's a time where they don't have any weapons yeah, anymore because he's taking them all yeah and
1: um, like what we said before about the sorry boss that running joke that's kind of the same throughout but that one kind of evolves in the end where Sylvester Stallone himself holds the weapon, and then he, you know... Yeah. It's a bit... It plays it a bit differently. Can I
2: ask what your your feelings are on the purple lighting? Okay, I was actually scene? really confused, because I was
1: like, this is the one
0: moment where I'm like, is this of modern day? Yeah, because like, I don't suddenly
2: know. suddenly they've gone out of
0: 1931
2: House... Into, 1984. 1984. Strip club yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what oh, do you think's projecting blah, blah. it? You
0: know what I think's projecting it? I think it is, like, there's some... Purple meteorite that's in his backyard. <laughs> it's the <about> best list lines. Like, <laughs> you know, once it goes straight, come a banker. I'm going to be able to fund a scientific expedition into this meteorite. Yeah? What am I going to do? <laughs> it's and meteorite. then the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> and the sequel is Oscar in space. <laughs> nice. In which you actually find out Oscar was an astronaut, like an early day astronaut. And he crash landed in a meteorite. He's an going. alien. No, no, he's just an astronaut. Oh, okay. And the real alien is Tim Curry. That's <laughs> why yeah, he loves the human the linguistic language. Alien. I love the running joke of Tim Curry his mother. <laughs> like at first you think it's a. Oh, this joke's great. Fuck off. <laughs> get out of here. You know the best part? They have to cut it real quick because you can see that it's flying back towards. Wait, that was real? That was real. Like you really hit a pigeon. The because they're just little. Like you can do that. The animals. Like they're not. Yeah. They're birds. But I love. You see, they cut before it flies back at it because it must have not been happy about that. Uh, No, I think this has a great amount of jokes in here. And I think one of the iconic scenes that people can take away from the movie because it's a scene that's not even funny unless... And this is it. You have to give it the performer. And it's a scene where Tim Curry leans over the stairs and just says hello well that's uh, <laughs> and they yeah. just go get back in there it's like "No." Okay. and I'm that happens gonna, like, and it's, not fun, it's not funny because if it was anyone else
1: other than Tim Curry with that Tim Curry inflection and voice and smile. Mm. You wouldn't care. True, but I do think that that scene already was kind of funny before he came in, so he just kind of added to it. Because that was the scene where the the priest came in and they were it, yeah. they did one of the times where they were recapping the whole <laughs> story, you know, but and like mm. if you were to take that conversation out of context You'd be like, what the hell is this movie about? But I think it's one of those scenes where you can
0: just have a clip of Tim Curry mm-hmm. doing that with no context. Yeah. Oh, and that's it's easily mean. There we go. Yeah. It's <laughs> as <laughs> funny. I love there's a compilation. I might share it on the page of Tim Curry's laughs in movies. It's like eight minutes long. It's like all the times he's laughed in movies and they're all varyingly evil. Like, none of them are polite. Like, they're all evil sounding, because he's a very evil sounding man. Oh,
1: the Fenuchis. With subtitles, that was really confusing. Like, we didn't really hear their pronunciation, so it's... I think they were speaking in Italian. No, they were saying it's Coppa. No, it's Coppola or something like that. It's Scorpa. I believe that's a kind I I guess they were, like, pronouncing it differently. Oh, no, they movie. were. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard to do that.
0: So, there's this movie's got a lot going on. It's a lot to unpack, mm. you know? And... It's busy. Overall, how would you describe the feeling this movie gave you? If you had to use a word to describe how this movie made you feel overall, not after it was done, while you're watching it. Hmm. Mine is maddening. I think I wrote that to you, Bardake. I'm like, that film was maddening. It drove me insane. In a good
1: way, though. Like, I was really engaged with this movie, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. The only thing that kind of confused me was the, the... The group that that the Harley Quinn lady was... Were they, like, a, a rival family or something? They're a rival gang. They're, they're
0: the other gang.
1: Yeah. In town.
0: Because, uh, you know, in this movie, there's always... You know, in gangster movies, yeah, they, there's always they a don't, rival gang.
1: They don't cut to them often, so I kind of forgot about them. And at the end, when they were coming to, like, you know, perform a hit, I was like, oh, these guys are gangsters. Well, I mean.
0: it's in the narrative of that they all think Snaps has gone quiet because he's going to make a deal with... What yeah. was it? The Chicago gang or something? Yeah, I can't I, remember. I figured it out by it's the end. other gang, and that's why Red is there. Red. That's why Kurtwood Smith is there too Because they all think he's making this Big power play So the police are going to be there to arrest him And the gangsters are going to be there to kill him And the bankers are there just to judge
1: (laughs) When they started playing With him on the piano And he didn't realise I started laughing And then in spite of myself I just started thinking You know, one of my things that I laughed the hardest at in Nothing But Trouble was... Dan Aykroyd playing playing the piano. piano. What is it with me liking people playing piano? I actually
0: didn't realise that this was going to happen, It's such a good thing. And, Rob, was I the only? I don't know. I hope you're agreeing with me on this, Rob and Bartek. I was actually like, is this going to become a musical? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I actually thought, is this going to break... No, no. As soon as a character... Because what you said about Nothing But Trouble, Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. musical, where they sang and did stuff. Yeah, it had like
1: two... Because s- they had one. Tupac. Yeah, it, yeah. Here's
2: my thing. How is How is he not noticing that they're there and then suddenly freaks out and he realizes it's them? Because he's an idiot. Because he's
1: beautifully taken by the music. Because he's got glasses. It's good, it's good. But my thing was,
0: when you see a character, and especially in a comedy <laughs> where could. you can expect it <laughs> more, when they sit down and they start playing music, you're expecting so a good. singing number it's to a happen. It's business.
2: If we get backed up, we gotta work a weekend. We don't like working weekends. No, we are family family men.
0: You treat this like it's a normal business. Disk, (laughs) disk. It's
1: art. Yeah, no, you gotta say right to us. It's art. (laughs) It's art. (laughs) It's art.
0: (laughs) Baby face, and you don't even see his face. Like that's the best part. Like that's such a
1: subtle joke. Yeah, it's like when they first showed that, it's like, oh, that's kind of silly. I, I did not for some reason realize think it was that, it was, be a <laughs> that it was a setup for something. <laughs> everything's a setup
0: and everything's a payoff that's in this Italian. movie. And I think that's the worthiest part of its comedy. You are looking at the pale. <laughs> they are great. And then they just disappear. It's, they have to do another guy, right? They have to do another guy. So. Here's,
2: here's one of our first outfit changes from The Mother. Oh, and Marissa ne- Tomei. And Marissa Tomei as
1: well. And the hair has gone as well. I
0: hate Marissa Tomei's dress. I hate it. The mum looks great.
1: I thought she was your favorite girl, Ryan. She's my.
0: Oh, I didn't say she was my favorite, favorite daughter. Favorite sorry, daughter. She's my favorite daughter. But the outfit doesn't mean I have to like. It. But guys, what's your word to describe this when you're watch when you when you're watching it? You're feeling. Mine was maddening. I think uh, that's a good one.
2: I felt like it was a lot of chaos. Chaos. Chaos <laughs> is where I was going with it for quite a while. Where I was just kind of like, <laughs> there is a lot of things happening in a lot of time and if I was very hungover when I watched this which I I was uh, you always are he's drunk now it was (laughs) Uh, <laughs> is that you're drunk?
0: I've seen you drunk. You're it wasn't all like that. It right?
1: was
2: quite confusing. I was just sort of like what? confusion
0: what, what and chaos, what, 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 what? maddening.
1: Bartek, mine like, isn't a word. Mine is a man with a goofy face wiping sweat off his brow. <laughs> <ground.
0: laughs> <laughs> this movie felt like I didn't exercise like for an hour and a half. Like it felt like I went on like a sprint.
1: So this scene where we really see that your favourite character Ryan's a bit of a dick.
0: Who? Tim Curry?
1: No, the guy whose name we don't remember that I
0: thought. Oh, I the the cigar smoking gangster.
1: The, the accountant.
0: Oh, oh the th- accountant. Th- my th- least favorite. Yeah, isn't he your least favorite? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought yeah. you said my favorite. Yeah, this guy's oh. a cunt. Antonio. This Antonio. is the thing. He's such a he's such a dick. Like he's <laughs> such a jerk. Like he's awful. And, like, he makes, like, at you know, the end, it's one so, He's
2: so needy. He's just, me, me, me. I need this. I have to have this. Like,
0: I no. don't have a penis. It's really upsetting. Please settle, worship me. Settle down.
3: <laughs> settle. Like, settle. look, even Marissa Tomei
1: has, like, opened up to him. Look at me. I don't do my tie-up properly. I'm awesome. Like, screw you. Wait, hold on a second. The subtitles just said babysitting Oscar's kid.
0: Yeah, because she's they think it's Oscar's kid and she's told oh, him right now that sorry, it's Oscar's I, baby
1: I misread the subtitles. I thought he said that he would be babysitting Oscar's kid no that's what he's saying like if My mistake.
0: Was, he would be left babysitting Oscar's yes. kid I, I forgot I, about I, the pregnancy okay that was so a scene I did like this moment here where they yelled at each other it's like fine See you a church I, I like that That was good And look He's got to this point Where now he is Oh there he is Yay Yay And he has like The perfect hat For Tim Curry to wear And as he's well. so blonde He kinda is not As blonde as yeah. you would like To think he is But he's Used. blonde enough <laughs> For Tim Curry's standards
1: That's a brown
0: It's a red If anything
1: <laughs> Yeah actually it is It's a mahogany it's A chest Chestnut No
0: mahogany I said ma- mahogany
1: well, that's wood. I'm talking about nuts.
0: I'm talking about nutty wood mahogany. Jesus,
1: He's... is that your screen name, right? Nutty wood mahogany. Yours
0: is Bartek Sex Machine Forty Four. Something so yeah. No,
1: that's my internet name. Sex Machine Forty Seven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rob, what's your sex name? No, internet name. No, Mom. I said internet. Well, sex... you didn't ask me for my <laughs> sex name. <laughs> Rob's sex name is Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tim Curry 42. He leaves the girls
1: spicy afterwards. Mm. Mine is Bapa Big Pee Pee. <laughs>
0: it's funny because he doesn't have money, but... um You
1: don't know what Bapa is. I
0: don't know anything about the Polish language, but I know you don't have a penis. Wait, hold on. Oh,
1: shit, where is it?
0: It's just a plastic mound, I left, like the Kendall. I left
2: I the really,
1: late treasure chest.
2: The thing I love so much about Tim Curry's character is firstly that he is a linguist, and his script has been written very well because they give him such
0: eloquent words,
2: eloquent heavy words that have so much to pronounce. And and he makes like, it he seem steals, easy. He steals the show in this in this scene with the, with steals- the, words, the words that he's saying. And the best part is, a- apart from Antonio, if I'm saying the guy the guy's name we forget. Apart from him, everyone else is just utterly confused at everything he says for this yeah, entire I love the entire film. Every third every third word, everyone's like. What?
1: Know, it, uh, that was an oxymoron that was an oxymoron oh come on dog you didn't have to point it out <laughs> he's trying his best he does his best <laughs> and also he does like oh you've got a dangling participle, and he, and he like, checks his sh- dick or something he turns around and
0: unzips and adjusts <laughs> and zips up again Like that's the best part Tim Curry he's one of those performers that you just <sighs> he's one of those guys that you can't nail down but if you can He's perfect. Like he's played a variety of things yet they're all the same on a level cuz Tim Curry is such a great actor that his his personality who, who is just so strong just shines through each performance and it's a weird personality to say the least, you know? It's very English, it's very seductive and and funny and dark his personality. And it shines through in each role, even in this
2: Anthony no,
0: Antonio. There we go. Anthony. That's You're right. It's Anthony. Wrong, Jesus. Anthony. Bonnie on Oh, Daddy, please. No, she's not Italian. But, like, if only. Daddy. I mean, you know, she could have won an Oscar for this instead of my cousin Vinny. Uh, you know, which she did win one for. An Oscar. Her best work was on Seinfeld, where she had to play herself.
1: You remember that? That's right. Which. Will... Which episode was
0: that? Where George claimed that he was... No, where George claimed that he had a thing for Marissa Tomei. And then a friend of his knew Marissa Tomei. And she has a thing for bold, fat, short guys. That sounds (laughs) familiar. And George is already in a relationship with his fiance, And he starts going out with Marissa Tomei. And it's really weird (laughs) because they're such a good couple. That's so right. (laughs) She's also
2: in... Correct me if I'm wrong, Million Dollar Baby?
0: No, that's Sandra Bullock. Um, no, producer. Million Dollar Baby.
2: Sandra Bullock's not a million, the boxing film.
0: Yeah, Sandra Bullock. That's
2: definitely not Sandra Bullock. What do you want
0: about that? Nah, that's <laughs> about definitely. The main, main girl?
2: S- the main girl? That's <laughs> definitely not Sandra Bullock.
1: <laughs> that's not Marissa Tomei. No, it? No, she was in Gravity. <laughs> Rizzo Tomei was the main chick in Gravity. <laughs> I'm actually, Stop doing this to me. I'm actually going to
0: look this up because I just want to know that I'm... Million Dollar
2: right. Baby. Who is the girl in Million Dollar Baby? I swear to God, it's her.
1: <laughs> Sandra Bullock?
2: It's definitely not Sandra Bullock. <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> you look it
3: up. I'm gonna
2: look it up. We'll be back <laughs> it's after not, these messages. It's
0: not Marissa Tomei. I
1: don't know, I've seen gravity. It's, so, it's clearly Marissa Tomei. Hey, it's
0: Don Amici. He was in, he was in Million Dollar Babies oh, Clint Eastwood. Then this must be the scene with the hello. <laughs> it's <laughs> Hilary Swank. <laughs> <laughs> hey. no, Hilary Swank yeah. reminds me of. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Wait, so you're both wrong? <laughs> We're both wrong. But in all fairness, Hilary Swank is Sandra Bullock, but masculine.
1: Yes, correct. Wasn't Hilary Swank in the not Daniel signed Karate Kid film? What? The like fourth Karate Kid. Oh film?
0: yeah, yeah. The third Karate Kid, isn't mm. it? No,
1: the third one still has. Uh,
0: here's one of the best scenes Around ever. Round the rock, ru- ragged, ragged, rascal, rudely ran. Oh, he's great. Now. There were a lot of opinions about this movie. Roger Ebert was a fan. Now, cool too. We are fans, obviously. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Would you? Where would you rank this in the catalog of Sylvester Stallone movies? Like, would you place it number one, number two, number
1: three, four, five? I haven't seen too many, but I have seen all the Rocky-related films. So, so. number one then. So mm. it, it does rank up there.
2: Um. I'm gonna put it down the list for me.
0: <laughs> uh, Number two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the second s- 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 Right after well, Rocky Four.
0: No, yeah. right after Party at Kitties well, the Kitty Well
2: I I really uh, enjoy like uh, the first few Rockies. But like one, two, three are all good. Which
0: one's the one way versus the Russian that kills four. Is yeah. that four? Ivan Drago. I will break you. Um, no, I must break you.
2: <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, Copland is definitely my favourite Swiss. So oh, he already did. he's already got his. Um and of course, uh his wonderful portrayal Uh, the fact actually the true story of uh, John Rambo oh the true story man I thought she left already the true story of John Rambo
0: she has to put the briefcase down she's back
1: she has to do the old switcheroo I just remember it being much earlier in the film
0: so you were saying "Uh, I'm surprised that your number one choice is not my number one choice which is so obvious what about you
2: Uh, Escape to Victory (laughs) no
0: (laughs) a genuine one I mean (laughs)
1: Well, Uh, I haven't seen the Sylvester Stallone uh, porn film Party and Stud, so I can't put that on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nor have I seen the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, which he wrote and directed, I believe. Yes. Um, I have seen the seven Rocky-related films, and uh, Two is my favorite of the bunch. Really? Yeah, I I liked Two. Um, Still in number one. Yeah, you like best pictures? You 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 typical. second Terrence. one didn't
0: the second one get nominated though? I
1: have no
0: idea. I think it did. I think it was I like the first it. sequel. To, no, no, wrong, wrong about that. Right. Godfather
1: two happened. Um. Yeah, I put it probably somewhere. I think it's better than most of the Rocky movies. Yeah. I
0: mean, fuck those Rockies. Yeah. My favourite Stallone is Demolition Man, oh. with Wesley Snipes. Oh.
1: That's one I want to see. Yeah. And
0: yeah. Rob Schneider. Oh yeah. And Sandra Bullock.
1: You mean Hilary Swank <laughs> oh,
0: You mean Marisa Tomei <laughs> It has a scene in which uh, you know, I know we're getting diverged off for a little bit But it has to be mentioned Why Demolition Man is my favourite movie out of all of his It's it Not only is it a smart Sci-fi comedy a- Action movie But it has a good Rob Schneider performance But it has a scene in which He's in the future yeah, And he goes to the toilet and he sits on the toilet and he's like, where's the toilet paper? And he just sees these two, like, cl- clam shells on the wall. And he's like, what's this? And then that scene ends. And then he just goes, hey, where's the toilet paper? Like, you don't know how you fix yeah. that problem? And they're like, toilet paper? <laughs> wow, wow. That was, we got rid of that years ago. Didn't you use the shells? Oh, and he's just like, what? And then the next time you see him, he goes to the bathroom and he grabs the shells. And he looks really confident. And then that's it. And you never find out how you use them. And Sylvester Stallone has a theory, which is you just kind of use one of the shells to scrape the poop off your butthole and put it in the other shell and then flush them. Isn't that great? It is pretty good. But it's no Sylvester Stallone running down some stairs. He does a lot of running in this movie. It's not as good as a bag full of, uh, being
1: oh, yeah.
2: he given to you.
1: That's another thing. I think Siskel was like, oh, you know, when he's running up those stairs, I just see Rocky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the eye of the tiger. And it's just like him running up and down
1: that song was not in the first I, Rocky
0: film. I know. But he said it reminded him of Rocky. Mm,
1: Rocky Balboa.
0: Oh, but uh, did he mean the character or Rocky 1? Mm. Oh, that's fine. But like Rocky 1 Oh like, no, don't the give spares. me shit. Don't give me shit. Don't give me shit.
1: <laughs> I like the one where they threw oranges at him.
0: I still love number 4 where it's like I must break. No, what's What's the one, with Mr. T? Is that number three? three? three. And he's outside the courthouse. <laughs> he's slandering him, and Brock is like, "I'm fine." But once he brings, pre- like, once he starts hitting on her, he's like, "I'm gonna fight you now." He's like, "Yeah, that's what Mr. T wanted." What was his character's name, Mr. T?
1: Oh, Club Lang? Yeah, he-, Lang. he was the best Clubber one.
0: Lang. He was the best
1: one out of all of his opponents. I don't care. He was great. That that was it was the film where he fought Hulk Hogan, right? I hope it was. Yeah, it was. Because it was like, <laughs> oh, we're going to have a boxer versus a wrestler. And like Hulk Hogan like dominates I the match. The, I really like
2: the bit where The Undertaker came out and just like, hit him with the chair. Oh, wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that Don Amici, he's really playing the scene as seriously as one can. Like I love his adorable little face in the scene hello. where he's like, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and the awkward silence and like get back and then uh, oh. <laughs> looks like a nice young man. He's old enough to be like Why your really brother. No. Um this movie has a lot of things going on, a lot of feelings about it. I think the thing that in this movie has going for it in comparison to other Sylvester Stallone movies, is he's playing against type. In mm. Sylvester Stallone comedies, he's playing, like, a cop or an action hero badass that has to have, like, a gun shootout or something. Here, he's playing, on a surface level, a villainous role. He's playing an organized, crim- like, organized crime lord. And you've never... I'm, I can't really think of Sylvester Stallone playing a bad guy, really. I'm, I'm sure he mm. must in his career, have done it. But, like, this is, like... No, he's not a bad guy in this. He's still the protagonist. But he's playing a more villainous side of society. Mm. And at the end of the day, you know, that's something I want to ask you. That's something i got to ask. Did you understand the... Uh, uh, now, again, I might have been slow, but did this movie just end with him saying, fuck it, I'm going to be a gangster anyway? What happened? No, but then he's like... Literally, or...? No, at the end, but he's like, Sorry, Pop, I tried. And then, does that mean he gave up? All right, boss. But then I'm confused, because he said, You guys are still going to be a part of my company. I'm the CEO. And then he gives them, like, his gangsters proper business titles. And I'm like... What oh, does that mean? I
1: guess they're gonna be a bit more corporate, or they're gonna get into like. But that, no, but I, I don't know.
0: I, I, my girlfriend Rachel said, no, they're gonna be their, they're gonna start their own bank, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm very confused. Am I slow on that? Like, did he just become a gangster? Again? Like the whole lesson was nothing. Here's uh, so here's my thing with this,
2: because she, she says, oh, I knew it wasn't mine because I couldn't open it.
0: Yeah, but then they open it easy. And they open it really easy. It's because like, she's Irish. <laughs> she's Irish. Potentially.
2: Yeah, that Irish stereotype can't open it. It's bags. because
0: she looks like. She looks like a cartoon character that's that would a thing that, in the Scooby
2: Doo. So, all right. Now, here's, here's a question for you guys Are there two bags or are there three bags? There are three bags. There's definitely three. Sometimes I feel like there's six because. At one
1: point, I thought there was four. Yeah, I know. Like, at one point, I was like, wait, why is that bag there? <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
0: Okay, let's track the bags. So. There's the bag that um There's has
1: the jewels. Let's Jewels just... clothes and money. Jewels clothes and money. And that's it. That's it. But I f- f- swear to god there was like a fourth bag of like no, nothing. No, I don't because... think so. Cuz at one point it gets really confusing with the whole the bag that's trying to travel to the underwoods because sometimes someone comes to pick it up sometimes someone brings it back sometimes and, apparently, it's a Nazi. and apparently those sometimes it's a Nazi. and apparently those characters don't interact and mm. hand each other bags so Definitely it gets confusing not. yeah that's a great thing there was literally one point where someone opened a bag and something was in it that I wasn't expecting. Like, wait, wasn't this meant to be the other bag? I can't remember which part it it's was. full of
2: vibrators. What's it doing here? I like how
1: Tim Curry things. reacts
0: to the underwear sequence by being like, the second Yes, Mr. Prevalent, <laughs> <second> money, <laughs> look, so much money. And he's, like, rubbing it on his face. He's like, look at all the money. And Sylvester so Stallone just doesn't react to it. And he's like, all right. Like, moves on. So at the end of the day, did Tim
1: Curry still think that he was crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, to be fair, with my confusing, Rob keeps bringing it up. The Nazi guy. He's so good. He's they not a Nazi. So they just keep saying he's a Nazi. That's the weirdest thing okay, about this. Tell pre- me, tell me, tell me that he's Nazi. no, no. Please tell me that he's not.
2: Been in
0: what?
2: Please tell me that he's not a Nazi. He's dressed he's like Nazi. he's dressed like someone <laughs> in the Nazi. But my SS. thing
0: is, the Nazis weren't in charge of Germany at this point. When the story's being told, but my thing is, they're saying it like it's a negative thing, but the Americans didn't really care about the Nazis until they had to.
2: Yeah, they're very efficient. What's wrong with that? Yeah.
0: No, that's what I mean. Like, so these Americans being like, "Yep, yeah, you're Nazi," like, "Oh, this," and, like, sticking it to them. And like, that's weird because do they, they do that in this film. No, yeah, the, the the guy, the guy, um, the cigarette smoking one gives him flack for, for all of his, all of that stuff. But also he makes more World War One references too where it's like, tell the Kaiser I said hello. And yeah. like kicks him. But he does make some Nazi innuendo like referencing kind of stuff too. So it's kind of like, wait a moment. Wasn't Hitler times man of the year? Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't even that by this point. No. W- maybe these guys, holy
1: <laughs> shit, time travelers, Ryan.
0: They knew that Hitler was a bad guy well, they and co- they stood by and did nothing. <laughs> Ryan, right, they
1: they have connections, they know stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah, they know the they know the you know the the freaking Oscar. He he's in the war. He's at a war well, no, in the army. He's in the army Was he's... it navy? No, army. Wasn't it, army. wasn't it Sandra Bullock? Fuck, you got me. It was actually Hillary <laughs> Swank. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's gonna be like, I'm gonna suffer for that com- comment. <laughs> like, are you like, no, to be this- fair, Ryan, you made a <laughs> mistake. Old, there, how mean? old would Marisa may have been in that movie? A million dollar baby. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Old enough.
0: <laughs> Too old <laughs> to be like a boxer. I don't know. Like she's. She got
1: fit. She's somewhat young. Uh, she got fit. What are you going to tell me? She's somewhat young looking in this film. So he... She's young, but this came in 1991. Yeah, and, and that's 15 years later, so... Yeah, exactly. You'll talk my gun, boss. So I just got a, a, I, a I chicken love leg instead.
0: I love this. This was so good. Nothing said. Just takes it and <laughs> Walks just, off. And the, it would have been
2: better if he took a big bite out of
0: it. Like I said, my favourite running joke. Boss. I think what I really like about Sylvester Stallone's performance is his hand gestures. Mm. Mm. I think it's a real character when when, you know, Bartok and I He's quite
2: a politician, isn't he?
0: Yeah. I you know, Bartok and I know definitely for sure. And Rob, you you've done acting as well. Those little character traits that you got to put into your whatever character you're playing like, "Oh yeah," this would be the kind of hand gestures I would use, or this would be the kind of way I would tilt the head, or whatever. Sylvester Stallone, I think he's nailed the snaps character, because he does have the hand gestures that would make you think, like, look at his hands right now. They're he, ready to snap. Right? They're ready to snap at you right now. And he's, yeah,
2: he's the alpha male character in this, so he's always in the power stance, yes. if you know what I mean. He always Except he's, when it's He's, his he's daughter. always the biggest person in the room. The only time he's not, it's probably
0: when his wife is around. No, nah, when his daughter's showing... Herself. Lingerie. And he's like, oh, Jesus. like <laughs> oh, geez Yeah, but otherwise. There's an actor in this movie called Art LeFleur. And I think that's a great name. Who's Art LaFleur? He's one of the detectives. Ooh. I don't know. I just like the actor's name. I, I noted that down in my notes. I'm like, Art LaFleur? Who's this guy? And he's just some old actor. And I'm like, and he's not got any, like interesting lineage for him to be called this. They're just like, we called him Art Le Fleur. And I'm like, that's a great name. Oh, those eyebrows are on point in this scene. Yeah.
1: It's not like how um, in, what was it? That monkey one. Monkey Bone, there was Poe, what was it? Edgar Allan Poe Fourth or something? Yeah, well it was related it was to like Edgar. A guy just... claiming to be a descendant of Edgar Allan Poe.
0: Ah, if we could all be descendants of Edgar Allan Poe.
1: But he's not poe ish. You got it. Rob's not Polish either. What's Crawford? Scottish.
0: Crawford's fucking lame. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) right. Thanks, guys.
1: Scottish, they have groundskeeper Willie.
0: They have Braveheart. Nuts it. That's all you have.
2: I've got King Arthur as well.
0: Fuck you, King Arthur. What you mean
2: this film? He's not uh, real. We've got we, we, we've got Marissa Tomei <laughs> and, uh, and you swag. <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget.
0: let not forget Sandra Bullock.
1: Bullock. <laughs> it's funny because Bullock means balls. <laughs> balls. Yeah, uh bollocks. So yeah,
0: every character in this movie is actually Rob's. Descendant, yeah. so... ancestor? <laughs> no, dis- oh, okay. descendant. He was for the born. year he was born. <laughs> yeah. he was born. He, I travelled back you know, Rob, in time. He could produce to the point of doing it in the past. Yeah, I know. That's how good I am. Oh, this is cute. When Tim Curry's got dun, like his books dun, over dun, his dun, shoulder, dun, like what dun. a cutie!
2: All right, here, and here's the SS rocking up. <laughs> <laughs> rocking up. Is but, I think he's driving a Rolls Royce, judging by the. No, it would car. have
0: been a BMW if it was a Nazi. Yeah. They, they, they were the car the of choice.
2: And that's not a joke. That's true. So please tell me how this gentleman is not a Nazi.
0: Uh, He was in... I'm pretty sure. Is he not the... Uh, he may be too old. He looks
1: like you should be from the like, Death Star.
0: No, what well, I was going to... Yeah, yeah it was because yeah, went they're great. Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, no, this is serious. I think I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, but he looks oh, he too fruits? old. It, too old, but he looks like the... Russian guy from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull the Indiana Jones movie that gets eaten oh. by ants oh yeah but he's not but oh. if this guy played Vladimir Putin I reckon he would
1: nail it <laughs> <laughs> yeah he could <laughs> he would I he'd be too old now but I reckon he would still rip a bear in half that you know anything about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? When was the last time you saw it? I saw it in the cinema. I did too, and I can't remember that much. You, I remember I feel, a lot.
2: I feel I feel so sorry for you that you had to go to the cinema for that. It was on
0: my
1: birthday too. Did you ask
2: for a <laughs> refund when you were done?
0: No. Also, I broke my tooth. Did you enjoy the you
2: enjoy the bit where they go like off the mountain in like an inflatable kind of raft? My favorite. And then land on the snow. You, you, know, you know, the you made it in Raft, the bottom's not inflatable. The bottom's just like in, plastic.
0: Isn't that not in... Ra- no, isn't that... That's is, that's not in the fourth Christ- one. That's in it's the third the f- one, I thought. No, no, no. It's definitely no, I, the fourth no, one. You're wrong. Or is it th- I think it's with... It's Sandra Bullock. It's Sandra You're right! Bullock. It's actually John Carpenter's The Thing is thinking of. There's snow yeah. in that movie. Jesus. Now, I'm... Kingdom of Crystal Skull Weird film Weird film I like the
1: bit where Shia LaBeouf's Fighting monkeys Is that yeah, I rem- All I remember from that film Is like the The nuclear <laughs> explosion And him swinging From the tree I well, don't remember Aliens yeah, Well I remember that But I-, I
0: remember that was the moment Where I broke my tooth I was in the cinema Chewing on a minty And my tooth was already A little bit broken And then I broke it Eating a minty because they were really hard. Oh, yeah. no. And I was like, oh, kill me now. Like, I don't need this on top of this.
2: You would have felt a lot worse if it happened on popcorn. That would have been pretty uh,
0: rough. Minty's pretty rough because, because it's stuck to your tooth. So mm. it just keeps ripping it out more and more. So you're wrong. Oh, I see what you mean. Because it's a minty.
1: You know who's minty? Wait, I thought, is it like a mint, like one of those hard ones, or like one of those kind of chewy ones, eventually chewy? The, the chewy minties, the ones I call minties. Hack, okay. hack, Am I
0: insane? Dude? Hack, I don't know. I don't I don't know one, me, uh, hack, Rob's not saying anything, so I feel like I'm the only one. To I don't know like mint mint
2: minties. Are. I know what minties are. I have eaten minties before.
0: You're all crazy. Look,
1: for me, all mints are the same. I'm racist, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Hashtag not
0: all mints. <laughs> and then there's Christopher what's his name McLovin McLean.
1: isn't his last oh, name oh Christopher mintz Blast yeah
0: mintz Blast there's <laughs> <laughs> a picture there's a picture of him his face next to a mint and it's got like a cross through his face being like not all mints jeez and there's <laughs> anyone who could be Oh, character. If anyone could do the voice acting of a character that's a mint, it would be him. He oh <laughs> like, would be great. He could be in a remake of this film. As Tim Curry? That's as the, the accountant. accountant. That's what oh, Gee, the argument. Too dark. Accountant. You shouldn't have said that.
2: <laughs>
0: Best line of the film. What? Leave, one? leave Connie alone. <laughs> leave Why is Connie? his name
2: Connie? Isn't Connie a girl's name?
0: No, it's a gangster's name. <laughs> yeah, Connie, see? It's not in the 1930s a girl's name. It's more of a middle aged gangster's name. It's, yeah,
2: it's Conrad the, the Grocery.
0: It's Fat Tony's name. He's not Fat Tony, but uh, I imagine. Tony Soprano. No. Uh oh. Hey. And Tim Goey's slow reaction to this <laughs> is on point. It's so good. Like, Sibyl Sloan's got a quick one, like he's breaking down, and Tim Curry's like, what am I going to do with this situation to come off normal? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like
1: how this gangster here, Connie. Yeah. Yeah. He, that smile. Sorry. <laughs> he kind of becomes like right hand man for like this portion of the movie onwards. Like he. Yeah, sticks because by the other guy's too seat. busy answering the door. Yeah. And giving the wrong suitcases away. So the briefcases. Have you guys ever had a day this busy? Um. Maybe. Or but... let
0: me be honest. Have you ever had four hours this busy? Um. Maybe. Not really.
1: Know. Like.
2: Uh, if I'm. Uh, Seeing a few people in a day, I try to schedule them He scheduled each them each other
1: apart. Yeah, it's true. He's four a busy weeks. guy. He's a busy guy. Wedding days tend to be pretty busy. Yeah. Oh, well, have you been on a wedding? All four what? of my marriages Your were wedding
0: day? This, so not
1: my wedding day, but wedding day. Oh like I wedding. asked I asked you have you? And you're just like You wedi- asked me, have you been on a wedding? What am I supposed to What? I have mean- you been to that's a- what you asked me. You been on a wedding. When did I say that? Literally a couple of words ago, you said, I Have you ever been on a wedding? and I'm like, I don't think I've been to a this.
0: wedding. I don't think I said, Oh no, I'm going crazy. I said, bullock, I, Ryan. fuck It's Marissa, <laughs> <laughs> <Get> it's Ryan. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> some Hillary, Scott you're an ox right and a moron. You're an ox <laughs> and a moron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this film's got a lot of stuff going on. We've mentioned that. Oh, dude, there are 60 what? problems per minute.
1: Do you yeah.
2: know, I just realized. Is he the cop from Copland? You got the, no, it. No, no, <laughs> the usual. No, he's the cop from the usual suspects.
0: Yeah, that's a great movie I, with uh with, a, with Marissa Tomei <laughs> with as Marissa. Kaiser Soze. Yeah, <laughs> and then my favorite Kaiser Soze was actually was Hilary Swank.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kaiser Soze. Yeah, and,
2: and yeah, and Alec Baldwin. Yeah, but actually, know, it's his brother. Alec
0: Baldwin wasn't in that movie. His
2: brother was. Billy Baldwin. No, the third one. He plays the guy with the kind of gingerish hair. I think Joey
0: Travolta's in this. Yeah, I don't know which one he is. Is he the one with I the remember walkie his eye? Name in the credits. Yeah. Is he the one with the walkie eye? The one that we're like, oh, that's going to be a character. The, the credit in the
1: credits, they show the actor next to their name, so you know, so
0: we can check. This movie, like I said, has a lot going on. Is there some? Is there things that don't work for you? I mentioned my whole thing about the accountant doesn't work. For
1: me. Well, I mean, the only thing was that I. I guess it's semi intentional the confusion about the suitcases like at one point I really thought that there was a fourth one or something it's like hard to keep track of Yeah so your ignorance is its fault yeah uh you wrong. in like that one scene whichever one it was but in general I don't I didn't really find too much fault in it that's good, man. What about you, Rob? You,
0: you seem like the more negative one out of us three here on the table today. <laughs> what what because problems Because you've already I admitted have? that you were hungover, not fully paying attention to this movie. <laughs> you really thought it was lunch, a crappy Ryan. drama and eating lunch. <laughs> 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 also thinking that Hillary Swank was, in fact, Marissa so man,
2: Just like I am now. <laughs> he sat there. Ex- exceptionally hungover. <laughs>
0: but he sat there watching this movie and be like, oh, that's a chick for a million dollar baby. <laughs>
1: that funny, Ryan. Even you made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, fair, it was good because... To be, could, it to be, I only
2: came up with it just then. In all
0: fairness though, at least my mistake, Sandra Bullock <laughs> is often mistaken for Hilary Swank and the other way around, he's <laughs> one far off. It's like those people who who, who Are compare, they ages? No. I Hilary think, Swank and... Oh, Hilary Swank and Sandra Bullock, I think. Oh, no, yeah.
2: it's, it's because Marissa Tomei played <laughs> Hilary Swank in the Sandra Bullock biopic <laughs> about her life. Oh, that, that's crazy is that true? About her
1: life.
2: <laughs> yeah of course it's true <laughs> everything I've said today is definitely factually correct mm. look it up everything I've said is confirmed guys that, yep. I love
0: that you thought that that <laughs> actress was worthy of a The
2: Sandra bully story starring <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tomei as Hillary Swank
0: is this <laughs> is what is this a, is, is this, a, is is, like a Kentucky <laughs> this the Kentucky Fried movie sketch and it's biopic. called and the weirdest thing is the movie's called Get Swanked <laughs> 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 it's like the weirdest film and it's really weird because after the day is done it's direct. Directed by, It's directed by Marissa Tsovay as well. Oh, is John it's Landis so still alive?
1: Yes. John Landis, it, Kentucky Fried Movie 2. Is the first his son out. is working.
0: Uh, um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, Probably Landis. No, it is, but uh, he's a really interesting guy. He wrote uh, Chronicle. Oh, uh, yeah. American Ultra. Uh, I think he worked on that Victor Frankenstein movie with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. He's, he's very prominent in Hollywood right now, but he keeps burning bridges. He's like one well, of these guys who goes on Twitter. It's like, yeah, the studio's really fucked me on this one. And they're like, why it's like, why did I get jobs? God. Uh, yeah. So, I think this movie works. I think what I like about it, too, is it's that type of humor where it's set in a time period, but the the comedy is timeless. Mm. Like, I think that's It's very thing. clever. Like, it's very clever. Like, it takes those gags that apply to nowadays standards that they apply to the 1930s, such as the whole, I'm 1930s girl, dad. And then, you know, like, him, like, grilling her, being like, oh, your generation don't understand nothing. And, like, I like that, because that's kind of, like, what we think of of parents and this, this, and this. It's, like, it's funny, because they're taking it to, like, 1930s, and it's kind of really weird. To do this uh, And you know Just casting Sylvester Stallone its the one thing I can't get over Is What What was the casting process For this movie Because everyone else Seems obvious in their choice. Like, look at look at him. Yeah, like Connie, we see Connie's said,
1: obvious. Appears in apparently every mob movie ever. Yeah. Mob I think.
0: Yeah, you know, every, every every good movie like that. And so it makes you go, why Sylvester Stallone? Was he pushing for this? I want to know the backstory behind this, of what, what Sylvester has to say about this. I feel like Sylvester Stallone is the type of actor
1: who would like to try a bunch of different things. He really I, likes to push himself. I, I think, think someone
0: so. gave him a bag of
2: uh, panties, and then he decided that that was what payment that he needed to get across the line at first he was a bit like I don't really know I don't really want the money like what do you know what you got do do for me in this
1: and they're know. like I feel like a guy who started with porn wouldn't really be swayed by panties <laughs> yeah. that no, much no
0: but... he was
1: swayed by the fact that he was working with Hillary Swank <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like I love that girl <laughs> Hillary Swank is his daughter uh, <laughs> no and he's just like I love that girl I worked I worked with a good friend uh, you yeah? know I worked with a good friend and then he like lists off Sandra Bullock and Devolution Man <laughs> he's like and then he rocks up to set he he sees and Tomei It's like Hey I've seen Since Devolution Man <laughs> <laughs> Doorbell <Ugh. laughs> What? Just you <laughs> We're like having a good time And you're just like Ha ha Doorbell <laughs> And go I back get... to
1: chuckling <laughs> Oh god <laughs> <I'm taking laughs> The that... fact that you laughed at it's The funny part Oh here we go And he is the He's real
2: the... showstopper He's the curveball Who would have thought He's the big spanner in the works Who
1: would
0: have thought who would have thought that this character would have such an arc? You know, in the
2: shortest time. Such, such a short. <laughs> yeah. She quick sat down.
1: Arc. We're gonna get her arc like before she gets up. She, yeah,
0: her arc is on a very acute angle. It she is like quickly. Noah. She's got such a big arc <laughs> that she had to do it a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know I
1: mean? It's So interesting. She's on the clock. She's on we, the should, clock. we should bring on a guest and just Bring a whole arc with them as soon as we introduce them. Yeah,
0: no, even yeah, even before the show starts. Like yeah. we just recorded. Hello listening arc. people. This person. No, right no, here. no, no, hello. No hello. Oh, that's too <laughs> long, too long. Too
1: long, too long. to gotta, gotta get it right out there. Just an, an H and then tell them or just no, no H No no just just Rob was born under the Sun.
0: Twenty <laughs>
2: seven. Okay, so I Can't believe he was so he was so happy that this this guy they're talking about got killed. He's like Oh, remember him? What a lovely guy! Yeah, he got killed this year. Oh, that oh was great. that's
0: so great. Well, like, he must have been a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was because Sylvester did it. He killed him. Snaps right, Roxy. He's not playing a character here. This is a biopic. We already learned this. This is what he was doing in the thirties. Sylvester Stallone's very old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he looks old. <laughs> That's a weird thing He does look old Like Stallone's got a, It's because he's got a Really masculine look about him mm. He's always kind of looked old And then when you watch The first Rocky movie You're like Oh jeez He's really young in this And then you see The second one And you're like how many years apart were they, like one or two? And you're like, oh, he's really aged. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. We're, Al-
1: we're, alcohol and copicinetic cocaine will do that to you. Yeah. And when, when I walked in blind to this film, I actually didn't even know what year it was. So as soon as he stepped down and I saw his face, I'm like, okay, he's still got the black hair. So this mm. is like 20th century still. 20th century? 20th he still century. has black hair now. <laughs> no, but he looks really old.
0: Yeah. No, in all fairness, Rob, you're saying drugs and all that. Yeah, sure, sure. That would have aged him. But I think it's also that thing of bodybuilders. Mm. Like he, he built he, he gained too much mass And then he deflated And then he had a
2: stroke And lost the ability to talk
0: Oh dude He
1: looked really buff In the Terminator
0: <laughs> <laughs> No In all fairness Sylvester Stallone I think I can't remember This is a Like a uh, can't remember If this is a true fact About him or, or one that People just say But I think he was born With his like When he was His jaw was it His His upper lip Is like Paralyzed He had a hair paralyzed. lip no, I don't think so. Oh, I thought mm. it was
1: that his jaw was, like, slightly on its side. That it kind of makes you talk a bit funny. No, I it. think
0: it's he's got a paralysed lip, part of his lip. When he was being pushed out of the birth canal, he was, like, on an angle or something, and it, like... I thought you just did ...screwed up little... some nerve damage, so that's why he talks like it. I thought he was on a lot of
2: tranquilizers, and he was always just swearing his voice. The
0: best part about this movie is someone sat down and went, Okay, we've got Sylvester Stallone. You know what we need? An elocution lesson for this motherfucker. It's about time we've our, done it. Our
2: mate, the butler, just summed up my thoughts in the entire movie when he said, This day has been an emotional roller coaster. It has. And it has. No, nothing brings it back like an old ex walking in the door.
0: You know, Rob like, used to have an old ex that walked in this very door right here when we were doing a podcast that we never recorded on air. Like, we recorded, but we never released it on air. That podcast was every Hilary Swank and Sandra Bullock, Mirosotome movie, back-to-back. Back. And you know who the ex was, surprisingly enough?
1: Was it one of the three?
0: No. <laughs> it was this woman here that's playing... Oh, the, the mother. The mother. She's like, Rob, you remember me? And he, he's like... That's oh. exactly what her voice sounded like. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I I don't really... He's like, remember when you used to work for... For, for, for this gang... Like for, for Alistair for Alistair the gangster and he's like shit you're the woman I had sex with yeah and he's your kid and it's just like a little version of Rob <laughs> <laughs> with the same
1: voice who hey, did
0: <laughs> it's me doesn't Robbie this, Jr
2: <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't this all just come together just doesn't
0: it come yeah
2: Too just too easily <laughs> just too nicely for everybody no
0: wow. no I don't think so I think you're cynical why the hell did we choose
1: to do a whole marathon episode that was stupid well it
0: went for weeks as well (laughs) it's like the weirdest part Uh, shake hands Uh, and there they are they're together I'm very happy about this they were my OTP Mm -hmm. during the whole film I was really excited for what was going to happen with them I think I changed my mind I think I like Lisa now yay (laughs) you changed your mind
2: (laughs) by the end of the film I like her more she felt like the mum more than anyone but I think I like her
0: my girls! Wee! And look, if there wasn't mistaken bag identity, Sylvester Stallone would be in prison right now with <laughs> Kurtwood Smith laughing like a <laughs> cat. Meh! <laughs> and he would be like, My boss, he's dick drones! Oh, we missed the dangling
1: participle.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, there's Stuttery Jones! I don't know what his name is. Stuttery, Stuttery <laughs> motherfucker, that's what he's... What's that movie, Horrible Bosses, where Jamie Foxx is like, motherfucker Jones... Yeah, yeah. This would be like Stutterfucker Jones. Stutter. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 yeah, because when he makes women come, they stutter too. <laughs> <laughs> That's are saying he's cat's This great, <laughs> is this great. Is this great, is great. This is great.
2: Subt- the subtitles for that gentleman when he talks is it just says mumbling. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <And> I, <laughs>
2: Innate rambling my favourite
0: part that I just realised was there's a running joke that Kurtwood Smith just smacks pigeons off of that windowsill like he Mm -hmm. just did it just then he like smacked four pigeons and it's like did they add that there or did he just say fuck these pigeons this is my 15th take get out
1: of here well they're so prominent that I gotta imagine that they're like trained pigeons or something no they're his pigeons (laughs) (laughs) he's like
0: I can mistreat my pigeons any day I want (laughs) now. No. <laughs> here they are, the bankers. With this movie, guys. Mm. With this movie, what what is it that the element for you that really kind of makes you like it
1: at the end of the day? I guess the the energy, the fact that everyone looks like they're having a good time. I mean, these are kind of general things that make a film great Mm. Um, everyone just even though we've talked about Sylvester Stallone doesn't really scream Italian mobster type everyone just seems like they fit into the role that they've been given
0: what about you Rob say it again Uh, what about you Rob <laughs> and he gives like the best response ever. Sorry, I was
1: I was trying to focus on. Uh, what what oh, re- you re- trying to re- focus on <laughs> start a fucking joke? But... He, he asked, "What about this film really works for you? What makes you like it?" Yeah, at the end
0: of the day, what 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 is it about it that you like? What what is it that makes you like it?
1: The aesthetic.
2: I love the suits. I love the dress ups. I love I love the era that it's set in. The characters. Everyone's just so over the top. That's what I like about it. I like I liked the fact that I eventually worked out that it was a comedy. And when I worked out that it was, I started to enjoy the movie a lot. And there's a lot of very good, small characters in this. Mm. And I think that's what makes an unappreciated masterpiece, is that it's not always carried by the big, you know, powerhouse performances. Like, it's not about Stallone. It's not about Tim Curry. It's about guys like this. It's about mm. the bankers. It's about these little, small characters who, you know, just kill their scenes and... That's why I like this film. I, All these little guys. I agree. It's the little things. It. It's the little thing. It's not. It's not Anthony. I had Anthony, but everything else was uh, yeah, great. Fuck him in the ass.
0: <laughs> I think what I like about it is, this is, a throwback. I mentioned that. Like, remove the the throwback element, from it. I think what I like about this, is that it's a comedy. Mm. And what I mean by that is, it's, it's got the tone right this is not a highbrow intellectual movie but it's not the lowest common denominator lowbrow trash that we get given day in day out in the modern comedy landscape i feel like what i like about this movie is that it is a good comedy i think we are really drowning in terrible comedies today I don't think in the modern landscape of cinema. I don't think I've seen a comedy in the cinema that I truly liked. Mm. I've seen movies that have comedic moments that I like, but not ones that are like true out
1: and out comedies. Like you know, there's ones I like. I would give Black t- two jumps three to the pretty good. Mm. I didn't. A... I didn't get to see that in the cinema. Oh, though. we. I my friends and I pissed ourselves laughing.
0: Yeah, and I've seen like some stuff, but like for me, this is what I think should be thrown back to. This style of comedy, and not necessarily like it's a throwback, like, but it's aware that it's a comedy, it's not pretending to be anything else, and it's not trash. I like I like some Will Ferrell movies, sure, but there's that whole thing we've talked about this on our Year One episode, which you know, great, where it's that improvising type of humor it doesn't give me as much. Where you need someone where look, every joke has a setup and payoff. Everything is tightly wound in this movie, and you mm. feel it. You feel it in your heart. Your heart races through this movie because you're laughing, but also you're trying to keep up with the movie. And I think that's what's great. This movie is not condescending. It's like yeah. You if you're going to get this, you're going to get this. And if you're not going to get it, well, still enjoy the ride.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't need to be like hangover level bizarre or anything. Like no,
0: exactly. That. And I think I think that this audience is a, a rewarding experience. I think that's what I like about it. It just is a comedy. At the end of the day, it's not anything else. It's not trying to be anything else. It is what it is. And I appreciate movies that know themselves, that actually have an identity at the end of the day. We, you know, that's the thing. Like, I feel like there's a lot of movies that we watch. Even, like, big movies that came out, like, last year. Mm. Like, you know, it's so easy to make fun of, but there is a reasoning why people don't like Batman vs. Superman. There's a reasoning why people don't like man of steel and like those dc movies and like some of those other big blockbuster movies that came out last year like ben hur and all these which is they don't know what they want to be yeah. this does and i think the modern c- cinema landscape should revisit this film and look at it and be like so that is how you make a movie mm. that's aware yeah it's a good comedy yeah it is i think i Anybody think we found bag number that. 7 ah uh, yes Kurtwood Smith's own lingerie
1: that he put in that <laughs> bag. Oddly enough, here he goes. See, now, he hasn't been in porno, so he gets his own lingerie. We now. don't know that.
0: Have you looked at? I up? don't know that actually. You didn't. You haven't watched he RoboCop. Might be Sno-
1: he might be the same Snoop Dogg. Hmm.
0: <laughs> also, the best line in all of cinema he delivers in RoboCop. I think Rob, you can agree, which is he enters a a, a build. He enters this guy's apartment. And the guy has all these hookers, and he says deadpan, like, while loading a silencer onto his gun. He just says, bitches, leave. And they just get up,
1: and they actually say, hope to see you later.
0: And he's dead. <laughs> he's, that guy's dead.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, see, I'm so used to that 70s, so I need to see Robocop. Oh, Robocop's great. I know. i wanted to see it for a long time, he, but now i really got to see it. He
0: murders Peter Weller good in that movie, and he has such a fun time doing it. There's a bit in that <laughs> movie where he's chewing gum. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to a receptionist who, in real life, is his actual wife. And he's hitting on her. And he takes out his gum, and sticks it on like her little, um, little name. Uh, what do you call those things? A little plaque. Yeah. He sticks it right on that. And she's like... And and it's see-through. Like, it's a plastic see-through thing. He, like, sticks it on that. It's still hitting on her. And she's like, Get away from me.
1: Is, oh, Robo- oh God, is Robocop the series that eventually becomes, like, child-friendly? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can
0: we not talk about that? <laughs>
1: okay. Child-friendly, blah, blah.
0: I would have loved it if in the reboot of Robocop they still cast Kurtwood Smith. Because he <laughs> still looks amazing. Like, look at him in this movie. This is 1991. Think of him as red. He's barely aged. Like, this is, like... Seven, eight years before that seventy show started. Is it weird to think that the seventy show started
1: in the nineties? Yeah, ninety eight I think. Fuck.
0: And Mila Kunas is actually like fourteen
1: years yeah. old. <laughs> and she had to kiss freaking Ashton Kutcher.
0: And now they're married and have a kid. Yeah.
1: Weird. Have, have one or having? They've had it. Oh okay, cool. Good for them. I think. I think you have
0: two. I don't I don't know. I don't mean I'm not Mila Kunas. Milena Kunis you know Mila Kunis Rob? I do know who Mila Kunis is you too. do know her yeah you sure <laughs> I do. she was in that 70s show not to get her confused with no, your... she, was in, no she was in Friends <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> with we...
1: the gangster who doesn't appear you, again you, yeah. Yeah. you know you know her character in Friends Joey <laughs> 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 <trippy hard>. no <laughs> no you're thinking of the, the girl from Ozda Powerful. what do you guys game? think what do you
2: guys think about the double wedding
1: I think
0: it's great because it means that they're going to have a double honeymoon <laughs>
1: so, save some cash. Well, earlier someone brought up the idea of separate honeymoons, so... Mm. You oh, know, fuck no it. To do that.
0: Now, Oscar appears
1: in the movie. Were you surprised?
0: Yeah, it kind of, like,
1: justifies the title in a way. Mm. Yeah, and... There are a lot of movies, I can't really think of one off the top of my head, that, like, name themselves after a minor element.
0: Uh, there's many.
1: Yeah.
0: There's many. So, here's the thing I was surprised by, guys. Now, when you... You, you know When when you saw Oscar When you, you Did you guys think That he was going to be In the movie at any point I kind of forgot
2: Yeah I forgot the movie Was called Oscar uh,
0: Well Me I knew at some point That God, Oscar's got to be in it
1: Here he is And
0: I was really surprised With who they chose Do you know who this man is Did you guys look up Anything he about the actor looks
1: Polish in a way <laughs> Okay I don't know oh, sorry for I don't know I don't know Okay Ryan Tell me who he is Is he Sandra Bullock you no, know, it's okay. Tomei. No, interesting <laughs> Look, choice. When you think dangerous. of a
0: character like this, where they have movie, this movie has a lot, of, like, a lot of people, Tim Curry, Don Amici, Kirk Douglas makes an appearance, you think, oh, they're going to get an actor mm. who you know. Yeah. This guy is not an actor. He is a writer, and he wrote for The Late Show. He wrote for Jimmy Carson, and then David Letterman. And he's renowned for being the writer for late-night TV shows. So I find it very interesting why is in this movie. <laughs> like, there must be some in-reference, or, so like, some in-thing to have him act, because he's never acted in anything else. Maybe
1: maybe they wanted someone who's never been in anything just to, like, really bring up that whole who-are-you thing.
0: I guess. But, you know, what I mean, but, you know, it's very interesting. I, I'm very curious. Like, I guess that's fair enough, but I, I, I just find it very interesting they chose him like I wonder if there's there is an in like there is a thing like oh yeah if let's there get the, is some
1: reason for like, it like
0: let's get the writer to be the character <laughs> like let's get a writer like I don't think he wrote this movie at all either so he doesn't do movies I don't why do
2: we never see the end oh it was not the mother it's like the maid like you know, the very start of the film, how she's there and she you know lets him in to see his father. Yeah, and then we only see her at the very end at the wedding.
0: That's yeah, that's his mother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's George Gerald what, what has she been doing? Uh, she's been grieving. <laughs> she's... Her husband just died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you give her a break? Oh, lovely. So the movie's over. Oh, there's Paul Greco. Walkie, <laughs> of course he's a Kai Wolf. <laughs> of course, he's... it's probably a Wolf. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, also, that woman's last name was Sorkin. So, is she related to Aaron Sorkin, the writer? Hope I so. hope so. So, the movie's over. It was emotional. We felt a lot of things. We did. Now we're going to give our reviews and rating by choice. Uh, let's go with you first, Rob.
1: Um. So, it says Ryan <laughs> as he turns to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was scratching. I was scratching my neck. Yeah. So, I do not want
0: to be like, it's more awkward if I turn. So, I,
2: as I've said, it Good was job, uh bro. It was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, I came in not knowing what to expect. I thought it was a drama. I learnt it was a comedy. Uh, They said this a lot of times. Um, I clearly have no brain capacity and can't remember who was in what film. As most of today, I've just mentioned actors in random films that weren't there at all. Um, So, um, (laughs) so I'm gonna give it. I was in this. yeah, Bartek was actually my favorite character in the whole film. I really I was thought, negative two years old. Yeah, he <laughs> was not a character. He, sto- he stole. He stole the film. Um, but look, I've decided that uh, I'm going to give it uh, six Marissa Tomei's out of ten Sandra Bullocks. So that's my. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a my good exchange. But, but how many Hillary <laughs>
0: Swanks are in there?
2: Sixty-three uh, percent. Yes. So that's uh, that's my score. Alright, um, well that's fantastic man. I don't think, I, I don't know if I'd watch it again But if someone told me they were going to watch it I'd certainly say Do Do it
1: Alright, well, I'm going it. to ah, give relatives John Rutschland and the third.
0: Man, where's the second though?
1: I don't know, he's lazy I'm Fucking
0: unemployed, that's why So, I'm going to give my rating My review and rating This movie... Mr. Stallone's driver, John Kane.
1: Hey, people gotta drive Stallone. Pigeon, what about the pigeon, pigeon wranglers? Well, r- remember, the first thing that happens in the film is he gets out of the car. Yeah, true. So my
0: review is pigeon wranglers. <laughs> no, I love this movie. I think I kind of summed it up a moment ago, but, but it's a quintessential... Comedy it is everything you want it to be it falters in the fact that it's too Perfect at what it's trying to do but at the end of the day Is that really a fault on it or us? I think it's a fault on us the audience I think we needed to recognize its brilliance and what it was achieving and instead of complaining Okay, this movie has a perfect cast to it. Sylvester Stallone shows that he can do comedy intentionally because, you know, he he's, he's funny unintentionally in his career. I think that this film really is a game changer for Sylvester Stallone. I think at the time it was a negative one, but overall in his career it's a positive one. This film walks the tightrope between cartoonish and a farce at the same time. And there is a difference between those for me. Yes. like. A farce has to have a sense of logic within itself, and it didn't become too cartoony, but it did nod and a wink there as well. It gives a magnetic performance from Tim Curry, one that we didn't talk about too much, but I think it's really great because Tim Curry plays a nice person in this. He's not malicious, he's not malingering, he's not evil, he's not creepy. He's just naive, and at the end of the day, he's actually the romantic lead in this, which I've never seen, I don't think, from Tim Curry. A romantic leading role I think he was great I think that performance reflects everything about the movie it's fun it's zany it's cute it's sentimental it's bizarre it's out there it's fast I would say my rating for this movie if I if I have to give if I have to give a rating which I do I would give it. Ah oh, man, how many gangster puns can one think of in a time like this? Zero. I'm gonna give this movie the only rating that one really should give it, which is I would give it a uh, five snaps out of five. I don't know if I you literally eventually get
1: <laughs> literally you literally gave it five. Yes. Bartek. <laughs> Oh, I was a six-one. That, that means you. you gave it over hundred percent. That was that was from you. I, so you. I did not accusing me of doing things that I'm not doing. The Judas of the podcast. <laughs> the Judas of the podcast. Is that me? No, it's
0: Rob because he's messed my desk up by putting pieces well, of paper. No, <laughs> Ryan, we, <laughs> you fucking ass. We,
1: we've already established that Judas is on this podcast of people who don't turn up. But Remember Rob that? turned up. Yeah, he turned up, so he's not a Judas.
0: Fine, he's King Harold. <laughs> yeah.
1: King who? King Harold King Arthur You mean Herod? Herod King uh, Arthur he, he killed the babies? Yeah Rob's a baby killer. <laughs> Go
0: with your review and rating What do you think?
1: What are Oh, <laughs> I thought you we were still talking about you killing babies.
0: Um, Rob's like, what do you think? You like my signature? <laughs> Look, I got a picture in the paper. What do you think? It looks what you, nice for the Finucci. Yeah, yeah we're we'll doing for you. Yeah,
2: we'll
1: do it. If you have a baby, but I'll give Rob's me. other Finucci's imaginary friend. Yeah. Go on. Okay. This film, being one of the earlier ones that we've done, in fact, might be the earliest film we've done. I don't think we've done anything from the 80s. Earth
0: Ninjas was 90s too
1: I know but I don't think anything was back in 91 I don't know This this is amongst the earliest films That we've done and it is definitely Definitely An early unappreciated masterpiece Whose influence is shown Much later in other films That even we've done on this show Like we've talked about comedies that try to be it Such as Year One And you know Year One was not this film This film was not Year One But Year One was it's own film Uh, We this film was at one point described as an emotional roller coaster, which distinctly something that Ryan used to describe the film Thunderpants.
0: Oh fuck yeah! And Ryan (laughs)
1: Ryan also brought up the birth process of Sylvester Stallone, which was something we saw in Thunderpants. And there was a point in this film where Sylvester Stallone was leaning against a fireplace, (laughs) and we even commented, "Hey, it's like Jesus." Which, as we recall, Patrick Smash in Thunderpants was a Christ figure. Yeah. This film is an influential film, but only to the right films. Not all films have taken influence from it. N- name a film that's an appreciated masterpiece, Ryan, from I don't know, this century.
0: Uh Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Is there anything <laughs> I
1: know, in... I think it did win a few Oscars. <laughs> he said an appreciated masterpiece. <laughs> Is there anything from Million Dollar Baby that you can see in this film?
0: Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, Ryan, Ryan, that
1: was Sandra Bullock. Get Fuck it Fuck, right. you got me there. It was so swanky. Um, and also, if you really, really think about it, in this film, isn't it just... Breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> breakfast? It is breakfast, isn't it? It's, it is what it is. But I was going to say, isn't it just... Beautiful, yeah, yeah. Charming, wonderful, or as the Germans say, wunderbar. Fuck those guys. Say it in Polish, spaniale. There you go. Kind of sounds sounds like, Italian, doesn't it? It
0: sounded like you said Spaniards.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's weird. This film is a beautiful film. It is a beautiful comedy. Even Roger Ebert himself,
0: the antagonist of our show, the
1: antagonist of our show. Criticized, well, not cri- lightly criticized a light criticism that Siskel, who generally is seen in a better light by us, gave of Sylvester Stallone's performance. It is a film that clearly nobody hates, but the problem is just no one knows it. And that's no with a K and a W.
3: Yeah.
1: I am going to give this film a rating after I've given it a review, which I just did.
0: Nailed it. Like the nails and <laughs> rice. I haven't
1: given the rating yet, but <laughs> good. The rating that I give it and you know, I already told Ryan what I was gonna give it like a week ago. I am giving this the thanks in the sense of Roger Ebert said that Sloan's performance was in a thankless job. Thank uh, you.
0: Thanks, Sylvester. If you wanna come on the show, we would love to do your movie about soccer. So <laughs> Barthak and I have got together some reviews, uh, some reviews from IMDb and some comments from YouTube. Oh, because you know that's yeah, where the no, real artists. No, art is no from.
1: quizzes or fan fictions this week. It's, it's where the highbrow stuff. comes
0: So from. I'm gonna start with mine, which is called excellent movie, and then it's got like a squiggly line and then another exclamation mark.
1: I love the squiggly line.
0: So this is from 2004. So that's very important to know. <clears throat> This has no start rating, so it's just straight into it. This movie was a great one. You can laugh really hard and not care who's around. If the words, yes boss, don't get you laughing, then I don't know what will. Tim Curry is nauseous for comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Or just being a bad guy in a lot of movie. But he did an excellent job in this movie with... Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester spelt with a lowercase s and Stallone spelled with a capital. <laughs> okay. uh, this movie has a lot of laugh, great characters, and a really good, unique storyline that you don't see very often. Yes, indeed, the story gets a little confusing, but you can't help but love the era of the movie and the way everyone does so well with their characters. Recommended for movie night, or just a few good laughs. And then I've got another one here for you. That's the end of that one. This one is one of the best comedies I have ever seen in my life. Isn't that great? Yeah. This is written in Bulgaria. From 2004, Rob. <laughs> well, it was my popular year <laughs> Just to write about this why movie. Why telling him? Why can't you tell me? I already told you the first one. <laughs>
1: oh, I see. Okay,
0: so so this has no star rating either. <clears throat> This is maybe one of the best comedies I've ever seen. The whole story is nothing much, but the actors made it made it it unforgettable. The thing that makes this movie so good is the cast. The actors are really perfectly chosen, and they play it really well. There isn't one single actor who doesn't play a good uh, who doesn't play good in this movie. Well, if you expect Stallone to shoot out crates of ammo, then you will be disappointed. This is the movie that made me realize that Sylvester Stallone can act, not just shit. <laughs> not Rocky. But <clears throat> with two words, this is a movie to make you laugh. Tip, if you have a heart condition, you probably shouldn't watch this movie <laughs> without some medical personnel attending. Your heart may burst from laughing. <laughs> and that's, that's the two I got there.
1: Nice. Let's go. I brought 12 of the best comments that I could find off the YouTube about this film. It was a lot easier to find comments for this than Deck the Hold, i got to say. Yeah. Which is funny, because this film's much older from the pre-YouTube era. Take that, YouTube. So our first one, our first comment is more directed at Stallone's presence in the film. And it is... Good grief. Stallone is an excellent comic actor. He should have done more comedy than those poor taste action movies dot 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 and the second comment we have today is I get a feeling this is a spoof movie in regards to Johnny Dangerously. Too bad <laughs> nothing could top that movie. It is and always will be the classic. It is a good movie. Can I read one? Is it the classic? You want to read the next comment? I'd love, I'd love to read it. Uh, the next
0: one's very short. Oh, that's
1: good. I'll
0: strike Rob the Rob wants to be a part of the team. To, the d- you know what? Top. We've never... I don't think we've ever let a guest read one. No, we haven't. <laughs> Alright. All right. The, the one
2: at the top. At the very top? Yeah. yeah. I kept seeing Rocky Balboa. Only during this entire movie. <laughs> Only during the entire movie, I Ryan. believe that's an
0: oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't call out, call him out on this. Can Rob
1: read just one more? Sure. I'll read it's, it, a, I'll it. Read it. it's the bigger one. Oh, oh the big one? Okay. Do, do to... Read it nice and slow. <clears throat>
2: <clears throat> the best thing about Oscar is we haven't seen a comedy of this quality based in the 1930s since practically the 30s. Got to go back to movies like Arsenic and Old Lace. You Knew it. At least this one's in colour, exclamation mark. Uh, get this, Ryan. <laughs> Some people don't like Oscar at first, but I got to tell you, this movie will grow on you, especially if your wife or girlfriend make you watch it with them repeatedly. <laughs> After 15 times, I finally fell in love with it. I give it five stars, a must-own DVD for your collection.
1: That's awful. (laughs) I love it. He got the best one. You must
0: do this. Now the next review I've got here from IMDb, I'll read just this one. Mm -hmm. It's a longer one but it has a lot there. This is a 7 star review called I Dealt With Murderers But You Bankers. (laughs) This was written in 2016. And we'll get straight into it. First, this is the funniest, landest movie that people under 40 probably have never heard about. <laughs> <In> this specific. <laughs> the movie is pure comedy with gangster attempting to go legitimate to fulfil a vow to his dying father, a great cameo by Kirk Douglas, winky face. The star of this movie is... The, the star of the movie is the great writing. Look, I'm not a big Tim Curry fan... I thought he was awful in Home Alone too, but he steals this movie completely. Wait until you see his rendering of an intellectual English teacher who is trying to improve Snap's wild daughter, played by Tomei. <laughs> no Marissa, just Tomei. Tomei. Who will ever forget when he is told by Stallone that he cannot control her and Curry, spon- and Curry responds with, She has such lovely rounded diphthongs. I've I've got that wrong. Tim, you can tell me. Snaps responds, I know that is what got her in trouble in the first place. (laughs) The movie is a series of mistaken identities and an associate accountant running rings around Snaps, his poor henchman not making either the transition to regular life or figuring out what the devil is going on in the mansion. The many interwoven mistakes daughters, the henchmen running around with both the cops and a rival all monitoring Provolone, confused plenty of viewers who just gave up. The story will will swirl around you. The best way to enjoy it is to understand that it is a throwback to old slapstick comedies of the 1930s and 40s, like The Lady Eve. The supporting cast is excellent, besides Curry. Watch for um, Palamateri, who is my favourite flunky, who gets completely lost in the whirlwind of which, of which daughter goes with whom, and who is courting whom. By the end of the movie, he is close to a nervous breakdown, to say the least. My favourite running gag is the money bags, one filled with priceless, priceless jewels to pay off blackmailing former accountant, that is mixed with a bag of his daughter's underwear,
1: Daughter's underwear? Was it her underwear? No, it was the maid's. Yeah. It
0: was Usually, maids. Provolone is just about to conclude a deal with a bribe, and he pour and pours out his daughter's underwear in front of the crook. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Wait, wasn't it Tim Curry both times? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, and also the bankers and the cop at the end.
0: Oh yeah. I think the person who wrote this is more confused <laughs> than I am. Landis knows how to make one good genre. Comedy. When he mixes in action, it never goes well. In brackets, into the night, for example. Here he is in his element. Watch for great supporting actors, who gets prog- who who always get progressively more and more violence. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then in brackets, the wife. I'm so now <laughs> trying to specify who is talking about who gets lost in the blizzard of her daughter and who is marrying whom? The movie's most quotable line from my header is near the end of the movie. Stallone looks at a room full of bankers. You know, I dealt with murderers, thieves and robbers, but you bankers! Yes, those of you who have worked with them will share the biggest laugh in this movie, as Ken Howard, the Harvard type, takes slight offence at that slur. (laughs) As your reviewer, the main warning is that this is complete slapstick with great writing and more twists and turns than a bag of pretzels. That's a good warning. If you are expecting any serious drama, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it's, how how would, do they know it was me? <laughs> you would just hate the movie. I always, thought, I always thought it bombed because all the plot complications lost so many people. It's not hard if you focus on the real daughter, Tomei, and the unknown second daughter, it pivots (laughs) (laughs) No, Sandra Bullock! (laughs) It pivots around these two women. If you lose sight of this, trust me, the the movie will do a flyby on you. Stallone failed at other attempts to do a comedy. Stop or my mama will shoot, for example. But this one works. Landis is great at comedy. The dialogue is funny and the first frame until the very end. It is great comedy from the first frame until the very ending. There is a movie long running joke about guns falling out of gang's pockets always provoking rage from snaps. Like they fall out? Yeah, they grabbed them out, but okay. Reviewing comedy for you is easy. It made me laugh throughout the entire movie. There really are no dead spots here. Again, just worry about the two daughters and let the rest of the convolutions spin around you. Wait until Curry tells Connie that he left a, par- a particulate dangling. He turns around and checks his... Particular? F- yeah, that's what they wrote. They didn't write participle? No. And <laughs> checks his fly. I loved all the Landis Pure comedies, even the Three Amigos. There is no, no exception it will make you laugh until the it'll make you laugh the entire movie an underrated classic
1: yummy wow butter? alright let's go with some more comments this next one starts with a quote from the movie one of the more meaningful ones I'm meaningful by a certain someone's favourite character yes we make you like a banker (laughs) (laughs) wait wait I didn't finish the quote I didn't finish the quote Uh, now I gotta start again we make it like a banker. Take off your pants. <laughs> and the piano interlude is awesome. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That's so good. And another one. So good. Uh, this one... It's got, a, it's got a punctuation mistake, but I'll, I'll ignore that. Lily as like... his aunt. Wow, and Kirk Douglas as his dada. Gotta love <laughs> NY in the 30s. <laughs> oh, and man. this next one is... Some of our favourite IMDb reviews end with something like this, but this one is just a standalone comment. Thanks for a very fine film. (laughs) No. And another one also reacts to a quote from the movie. Separate honeymoons. LOL, my wife and I should have done that. (laughs) <laughs> that's perfect
0: can I, can I read one yeah, one yeah I've only got four more so All right, tell so, me when uh, I'll read two, two more an extremely enjoyable light hearted romp nine stars written in 2004 romp it was a big year for Oscar and reviews <clears throat> kudos to the director he managed to make Stallone seem like a great actor and he's not just passable in this. He's really excellent in his role. Who knew he could do comedy? I mean, on purpose. More importantly, this film not only takes place in the 1920s, but has much more of the feel of a movie from that era. Well, close to that era, and sans the B&W. What? Black and white. All oh, right. It feels a lot like a Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn movie with the lightning-fast jokes, quips, and comebacks. The cast is perfect. The timing, editing are perfect. The jokes are spot-on and never insultingly stupid. I'm surprised to find myself writing such a glowing review because it's it's a pretty much meaningless script. But so what? I've seen this movie about five times on cable, and I still enjoy it completely. Funny thing, virtually every review on this site is exceedingly positive. Yet currently, it has a five-point-two rating. Go figure. And then the next one, Rob, to keep mm-hmm. to keep you fascinated. We've got a ten-star one from Ros- from Moscow, Russia. Oh wow! wow. Written in two thousand and nine, an absolutely great comedy. One of the best there is. Ten stars. Okay. <clears throat> Written by Scarface30. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: fan of gangster films. Isn't he? A
0: great comedy with wonderfully simple yet extremely funny plot, remarkable characters, and an absolutely amazing cast of actors, both main and supporting. This movie has clearly shown, to me at least, what a good actor Sly is. Thumbs up! I keep this this movie in my collection of all-time favourites since its release almost 20 years ago, alongside such jewels as Doctor Strangelove and Fargo. I wish there were more movies like this, full of memorable one-liners that will always make you smile afterwards. She seems to have such nicely rounded diphthongs. That's what got her into this jam. Sorry, boss. Yeah, it's and an IMDB
1: favourite. That's the end of that review, Bartek. Share share whatever ones you I've have, and I have one left. and I have one left. Okay, I'll do all four. The first one He's gonna get you with all four, Rob. The first one is about the bankers. One yes. of them And this one I'll just say right now, it ends I'm, with four exclamation marks. I'm runs. fist pumping already. Oh dude! we go Dick left. Cheney makes a cameo appearance <laughs> as a banker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes Awesome. And the next three are... On the, on the scale of praise, uh, mm. this first one here is... Great cinematography, music, script, cast. How do you even justify not giving this at least four stars? Fire all critics! <laughs> Fire all critics. All is in all caps and, and with an exclamation mark. Oh, wow. This next one is the only one that I found for this movie that has responses. That's right. Oh, wow. Oh, right. No one to respond to Oscar. Yes. This one is great film one of Sly's best the first response is just a quote "Atza, so you don't forget <laughs> and the last response is a smiley face with a hyphen for a nose and the word lovely no in all lowercase no punctuation well, there you go. and the final one better which, be the nail in the coffin the final comment is just just basic it doesn't say that it's a great film but it basically just concludes yeah this this was well made and it's a quote but they didn't use quotations fantastic your daughter is not your daughter and the cash that was the jewels is now the underwear dot 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 now that's dialogue (laughs) well I've got a nine star here and that's it from me
0: from 2014 this is the last one guys one of the best and funniest movies I have ever seen I think the movie was and still is one of the funniest movies I have ever seen It is not for the ADHD crowd. You have to pay attention to the details.
1: (laughs) What a terrible thing. For the
2: the, the listeners, I just pulled a very perplexed face.
1: Is it for the ADHD crowd, though, Ryan?
0: No. It is not for the ADHD crowd. You have to pay attention to the details in this one. The whole cast is a hoot. Stallone, Curry, Tomei, Moody parliamentary, etc. Make the timing just right. I love the costumes and the snaps provolone house. I remember when it came out, it didn't do well and since we didn't make uh, since we didn't make a whole, uh, 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 since we didn't make a whole lot of money we went to see it at the Brid, uh, at the, at the bird sorry, a second run theater. I think it was the best three dollars we ever spent at the movies. My daughter... <laughs> I have to my, my daughter
2: Marissa my
0: <laughs> Marissa bank. Bank. Oh, no, no, no. my daughter who is 32 years old <laughs> yes still watches our VHS copy of it our 11 year old de- granddaughter thinks it's funny if a Lucille Ball award for comedy existed Oscar would definitely win <laughs> and that's it Well. wow Wow He gave us the ages (laughs) Oh
1: my god You guys When? what year was that written?
0: 2014
1: Jeez Oh,
0: the same year as Noir Oh
3: my
2: god Same
0: year as Annie So you guys have always been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people If you stuck this far along into the podcast, congratulations You have experienced the full experience of Annie uh, Of not Annie, of uh, Oscar Now I'm getting all the movies with just characters' names Of Arthur Carrie Carrie, which is a musical. So, you guys, as always, been fantastic. Rob, wonderful to have you on as a guest. It's thanks always for, a pleasure.
2: Thanks for having me back. Um,
0: we we were contemplating never having you back, but then I thought, <laughs> nah, let's have him on for us alone. <laughs> And Bartek, it's always wonderful being a host with you. It's a fantastic experience. Many experiences were fantastic in this experience. (laughs) Lots of experiences. It was different
1: from the Guess Who one, but this was pretty good. You guys
0: are wonderful. If you want to help us out... If you're not following us on iTunes already, uh, do so. And uh, on Podbean, uh, feel free, Spin and Polish Presents. We also have a Facebook page by the same name where we post some extra content on there, just some fun stuff. Uh, and
1: we have a YouTube channel. We have now. a
0: YouTube channel, Spin and Polish Presents, as well, where we just upload our episodes. There's only a few on there at the moment, but slowly but surely, we'll be up to date. So, as always, you guys, remember to be kind to each other okay
1: yes and we'll end this episode by all giving one quote from the movie shall we yes go on okay um let's yeah. see the quote that I'll give is uh... <laughs> that's just so you don't forget <laughs> that's a, so you don't forget okay uh, i it's the you. most recent one I can remember okay. yeah mine will just They're be
0: on the spot, yeah. mine will be the simple one
1: hello <laughs> <laughs> um, oh and
0: Fuck you, it was the first (laughs) line in the movie and you know it.
2: Mine will be... Yeah. And
0: then I'm gonna re-edit that into like a rave mix. (laughs) And it's like... DJ, stutter fucker (laughs) Jones.
1: You know what I found the other Um, day? Someone on YouTube remixed the beep test. Great.
0: Well guys, (laughs) that's that's it from us. Uh, wait a moment. We all said we're gonna say our favourite quotes. Let's listen to the audience's favorite quote. (laughs) Yeah, good one, good choice, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Till next time.
1: What about that one? (laughs) (laughs) You're killing me. We just listened to silence. What's wrong with us? Mentally challenged. ADHD.
0: No, no, that means we're not paying attention. We were paying too much attention just now.
1: Wait, sorry, what did you say? In what?
3: Spell <laughs> i spin- <laughs>